This Faggoty Podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 75,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash gay show. Uh, you got the beers over there? Nice. Yeah, we brought the beers, so just tell us if you guys want some. The girls brought the beers. Yeah, we brought the beers. Because we know it's a frat party and it's easier for when you, when you rave us, when you rave us, and I'm not paying attention to the rape. The beer makes it easier, the beer makes it easier when you do it in my butt. <laughs> oh, oh, the show's going well. Are you feeling really faggoty? Are you feeling really faggoty? This faggoty podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. The internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 75,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature and featuring audio versions of many New York Times bestsellers. For listeners of this podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook to give you a chance to try out the service. One audiobook to consider is It by Stephen King. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash show. That's audiblepodcast.com slash gay show. I know you've missed the sound of my current voice. <laughs> you've missed the sound of my current voice. You've been here in the past, John and McGovern, but welcome, everybody. I'm proud to say welcome back to Gay Pimpin' with John and McGovern. Oh, it's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without a dope cast to step two, step two, step two, step two. Wicked, 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 wicked. Oh, well, my little gay babies, I am Mr. John McGovern, the host of this show, and your gay pimp daddy, your uncle gay, that queer uncle you had that gave you those funny looks when you were changing with him in the locker room. But it was not inappropriate, not inappropriate at all, not inappropriate, inappropriate thoughts, but never inappropriate actions anyway getting ahead of myself welcome to the first episode of the brand new gay pimp in hollywood oh my god west coast yeah west coast so west coast new shit it's happening it has finally happened i told you when we ended the new york city cycle the show that i was flying my ass to hollywood (laughs) To become a star. Superstar, and it's happened. To become a star, and it's happened. I've got this podcast, <laughs> and it, all of Hollywood's talking about it. It's a buzz. 
Yes, we're in Hollywood now, and it is a brand new cycle, a brand new cast, because I am not here alone. Now, yes, your old favorites, Linda James, Martine Beauchamp, Erica, they're all in New York still. But I'm here with my brand new podcast family, and they're here to keep me company and keep it as faggoty as possible. I'm not here alone, you see. And these podcast people are people that, well, you know them. You know them from the other <laughs> Many episodes, some of your favorite episodes, including Superstar and Most Butch Woman in Town. <laughs> the woman who rides around in the toyiest red Jeep in Hollywood. The woman whose calves are so thick and juicy, she could win a thick and juicy calf competition. The woman who took the Michigan Woman's Music Titty Festival by storm. Uh. I'm talking about my new co-hostess, Miss Julie Goldman. Huzzah! Huzzah for Lesbos! Lesbo. <laughs> oh, Johnny. It's been so long and yet so short in coming. Do you know, I'm so happy to be here with you, diking <laughs> it out. Lesing it out for the podcast. We're really just bringing the les to Hollywood. I mean, let me tell you, you're this, really this, adding some les. It's this is going to have a this to the whole new podcast. Now, don't be expecting everything to be all the same. No. Julie, you're going to have a lot to live up to. I know. New, as the new Linda. I mean, Linda and Erica <laughs> and, and Sophie. I mean, there's so many people. I know, but you and know, here what, you're, I am with my boobs and my vag coming in here, being like, a beer. Oh, drinking a beer with your plaid shorts <laughs> with my, yeah, and my man shirt and your. Painted toes. pink tone, pink, or actually <laughs> aqua painted toenails. That's what I'm doing now. I'm just diking around, except for my toes. <laughs> That's my thing. You know, normally it's hot today, so I had to have my feet out, but I like to just keep them in a sneaker. But then I'll just be all dark well, you know, the, uh, Miss Julie Goldman is is one of the reasons I decided to make my move here to Hollywood. Because, well, if Julie Goldman likes it, yeah. it can't be that bad. New York was done. I mean, not to, you know, but for us, <laughs> sorry. But it was, you know, well, it was time I to had move a, on. I had new, in New York City, a lot of things were changing. I yeah. broke up with my boyfriend of seven years. Mm -hmm. My best friend moved away. Mm -hmm. Linda and Martine both decided they wanted to retire from mm -hmm. the podcast at the same time. Mm -hmm. My gym closed. Oh, well then. Oh. My gym closed. Well, then it's time to go. <laughs> I mean, I was like, how many more things can happen that's telling me that it's time to shake it up? So that's what I had to do. And I looked, and I looked around and I said, well, where could I go? Where, well, look where Julie Goldman it's the is. Only I could, place. I could right. go exactly where she is. So I flew into town, <laughs> and then I called Julie and didn't hear from her for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No. I, when you guys, I know, but traveling a lot, and no, I'm a recluse. You were, you were, Julie was actually on the road when I got to it's town. True. You were in town for one day. One day. And then you were like, I'd love to see you, but gotta true. know. I know. I think Super that was, yeah, it was a, a cruise, like Olivia I was doing the Lesbo cruise, possibly. You were, you were doing, I mean, you're a busy woman. <laughs> But luckily, there are on. plenty of other lovely people here in Los Angeles that I've been hanging out with, including a special <laughs> lady with a giggle and a style and with the same matching toenails. <laughs> That's right. A woman who is a les lurker, not a lesbian, yet lurking around lesbian things all the time. That's right. A star, an actress... <laughs> The woman who created the phrase "sexo, sexo, pharmacia" <laughs> is Brandy Howard. Yay! Everybody, yay! Hey, sexy. Hey, sexy. <laughs> What's up, sexy? Well, I just have to say that I think you and Julie 
have gotten 10 shades darker since arriving on the West Coast. It's true. Very tan I, with white teeth. I am tan. When I <laughs> posted about the podcast coming back, I said something gay and pimping in Hollywood is coming soon. And there were 33 wonderful, 32 wonderful comments. And one person who said, Hollywood, you uber tan sellout. <laughs> and I said, I am uber tan. But I Thank wish you. I was a sellout. If only. I'm ready to sell. <laughs> Me I'm too. I'm ready to sell Let's whatever sell. it takes. Well, you are tan. We're all tan. Oh, I'm I'm looking good. I you mean, are y'all, looking I've, good. I've been getting my fitness on. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been ooh. Mm. I've never mm. been tan. This is mm. new. Part of it is the lotion I use. Uh, part of it is the lotion you use, and part of but... it is the company that you keep. Well, Ms. Brandy Howard. Now, if you don't know, Ms. Julie Gold, Ms. Brandy Howard are total BFFs. <laughs> yep, and uh, you guys do a show together on the autostraddle.com, uh, yep. a site for lesbians, <laughs> um, called Out of Our Box Office. In your Out box of, office. In your box office? <laughs> in your oh, box God. office. In God. your box I've been office. doing my research. Please tell me the name Well, of the I think show. gay guys probably think of it as out of your box. Right. Please get me out of your box office. <laughs> please don't please, let me in your box office. Please get me out of your box office. Does this blog have to do with pussy? Because I don't know what I'm doing here. Now, if you don't know, if you haven't been listening to every single Gay Pimpin' episode, I met Miss Brandy Howard on a cruise, uh, a rosy cruise, <laughs> with Miss Julie Goldman. Now, did you guys come together on that, that trip? I or went was that with, when you guys met? I went with Scott King. Right. <laughs> Executive producer of the Big Gay Sketch Show, head writer Scott King. He met Miss Brandy, fell in love, as many people are meant to do. I and was when, supposed to be his assistant. You were? Mm, yeah. I didn't know any of this. <laughs> Prior to getting tossed off the ship for drugs, drug use, <laughs> yes. I yes. wasn't really his assistant. It was an auspicious meeting. I met Brandy <laughs> on the stairs, and she said, hey, sexy, you look sexy in that outfit. And I said, I like her. And Linda James said, me too. And we started to hang out with Brandy more and more, and Brandy was so fun, and everything was going great. We were on the cruise to perform for the Big Gay Sketch Show. And then one day, Julie didn't come to rehearsal. And I said, why, why would Julie? We're on a boat. How could Julie miss rehearsal? Well, news came in that Brandy had been <laughs> grabbed by the authorities and ripped <laughs> off the boat. Mm-hmm. Ripped off the boat with her friend, Richard, because Richard likes to smoke the marijuana. And of course, you think on a cruise, not that I ever do drugs or would even consider <laughs> such a thing. But if I were that type of person, you think a cruise is a place where you smoke a whole lot of shit all the time because you eat, smoke weed, eat again, smoke weed, eat again, smoke weed, mm-hmm. lie by the pool. Not that I've ever done this. <laughs> not that I've ever done such a thing. But if I did, I'm an actor. I can put myself in the character <laughs> of a person who went Method. on the cruise and smoked a lot of weed with Linda James in the cabin every day. <laughs> But I didn't do that. Brandy's friend Richard apparently also had an idea similar to that one of imaginary weed smoking John McGovern. Not related in any way to real John McGovern. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it was a really fantastic uh, lesbian destination on that cruise because we were going to Canada. Um, the hottest party <laughs> no, spot right. in the world. Oh it was a lot like the Julia Roberts movie Eat, Pray, Love. It was more like eat, smoke, sleep. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty much, it was very spiritual. But anyway, yes. back to the story is that the the customs people, I guess when we were coming into Canada, was that what it was? And suddenly, Brandy and Richard, because you were sharing a room. Yeah, because that's my gay husband. Your gay husband. And on the ocean, I assume there's no drug laws. 
Right. I You're mean, out in the middle not, of the ocean. Yeah. Come but, on, but the the old uh, ocean cops or whoever. Uh, Canadian, man. Canada, Canada. bad boy, bad boy. Yeah. Check the Rosie Cruz. <laughs> check the Rosie Cruz for some dudes with woos. <laughs> Um, so yep. they came and suddenly it was like Brandy Howard and Richard to the Lido deck for your weed inspection. <laughs> Drug and Bra- dogs. So you were ripped off the cruise. In Yeah, I was in pajamas, actually. Uh, Thrown off. They escorted us off with our belongings. Sexy, what's going on? Um, <laughs> I'm here with the big case sketcho. <laughs> Loco, sexy. Like that's not my pot. Those are all my pills, but I have prescriptions for that. So, sorry. <laughs> no, prove it, bitch. <laughs> so, so now, so I think you were able to get back on the cruise. Yeah, those because those really were my. I had right. prescriptions. You had prescriptions, of course. <laughs> You're an LA girl. The hills, hills, hills. The pills, pills, pills. Um, you. So Richard, though, literally was kicked off. And what happened to Richard? Because it was a very very gay story. He went to like a some kind of hostel, which then he ended up on like an artist plantation in like Rhode Island or something. Because I remember he you t- you told me that he had in his phone um, Maine boy, Maine boy, because he was <laughs> Maine, some boy he had met from Maine and called Maine boy, who happened to be a radical fairy living <laughs> yes, in an artist commune, yes. and he hitched his way to the artist commune where it was weed and ass for days, probably. <laughs> He probably had more fun than we did on that motherfucking cruise. He did. It was life-changing. <laughs> he He's definitely still had close more with fun. that guy. He still or no, lives there? Not main boy, but he met another guy who became like his best friend. Wow. Well, everything... See, look. Do drugs on the high sea. Everything turns out great. Seriously. We should have... You know, Phyllis Goldman was on that trip, too. Oh, my God. I forgot. Julie <laughs> Goldman's mom was on the trip. The famous <laughs> Mrs. Goldman. Phyllis was on that trip, and woo. Well, let me tell you, I wish I was kicked off that ship, too. <laughs> Julie, <laughs> and went to the Radical Julie. Ferry Campground. <laughs> <laughs> when, there, she, when she heard me get paged, oh, yeah. she was, like, she, looking for you obsessively. She, yeah, she heard, because they paged her, like, Brandy Howard, right, come to the thing. And in two seconds, I don't know if she, my mom called me or she found me, and she was like, I've been looking for you. <laughs> Why was Brandy Page? <laughs> what is going on? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Well, there's something happening because she's being paged. And it was just like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's I'm happening. thinking it's drugs. She's not a good influence around you. You need to get rid of her. So Brandy made it back on the ship. And then we all hung out more and more. And of course, a deep bond formed between Miss Julie and Miss Brandy. And they became writing partners. Y'all have written a movie together. Two. Two movies, yeah. of which there are parts for me in both of them. That's right. Of course. That's right. Um, and they're both really good. The nicest thing is the movie that you, you the romantic comedy meant to star, Julie and Brandy. Right. That's Featuring John McGovern. That's right. That's um, right. Which is and hilarious. And we did write a character based, based on you. Based on you. Yeah. It was, it's a really great script. So they're trying to get the movie made, shake things up in Hollywood. Yep. Brandy is influencing Goldman in so many ways. It's true. She, she makes fashion, her get her fashion toes, on, tan. get her paint her toes. The two people think that they're lesbian lovers uh, because of their out of your box office. In your box office. In your yeah. box because office. Of our chemistry. Yeah, that's our gorgeous. True. The rumors have been flying. When we were at the Big Gay Sketch Show premiere this last time, the part that I remember, because I had blackout drunk time during the other part. <laughs> um, 
the part that I remember, I remember everyone being like, where's Julie and Brandy? What's the deal with them? <laughs> Are they together? Yeah. And I, so I was like, no, they're just friends. And I went right up to Julie and Brandy and said, everyone wants to know if you're together. <laughs> well, they can't take it. They can't take the heat. Because An interesting you, thing happened that, at that party what? where we were, we went into the bathroom stall but it wasn't oh, yeah. to do sexual time. No. It was to do something else. Other things. Right. That you yes. And I so then someone that You were trying I, to ski in the bathroom. Yes. Yes. We were, that's right. That's right. That's right. So I so someone that I loathe, because there were several people I hate at that party, came in <laughs> to the bathroom. And I was like, great, now it looks like we're freaking hooking up in here. Because we're always, <laughs> people are always saying that. And it's just then we're getting that you situation are. we're like, fuck. We're either hooking up or we're on the snow ski. Right. And who wants to get caught doing either one of those things? And I'm like, this is Especially amateur Especially at a hour. big Hollywood party. So we hid. We tried to hide on top of the toilet. <laughs> now picture Julie and Brandy. Now Julie cuts a very butch figure. Brandy, on the other hand, is giving you a look out of Kirsten Cavallari from the hills. <laughs> Tiny, fashionable, blonde, sexy. So the two of you, Lucy and Ethel style, were standing on the stall trying to pretend you weren't in the bathroom. Either making love or making a snow (laughs) snow angels angels in the bathroom. Snow angels in the bathroom. (laughs) Because that's... Which either thing is private. We don't need anyone knowing that. No. We're hiding. One of the people in the bathroom, too, is a big Hollywood star. Oh, yeah. So who cares? But she's a big Hollywood star. I don't know why it matters, but it's like if... You know, if Angelina Jolie was in there, I wouldn't want her to know what I was doing either. Right. So, right. so you wanted to be on you your best be behavior. You don't want to be standing on the toilet. You don't want to be seen as that fucking cokehorn in the bathroom. Right. Exactly. Right. The cokehorn lesbian slut. So right. suddenly. <laughs> fucking eating out Julie Goldman's pussy yeah. while doing a bump on the toilet. Like. What some... everyone's been waiting for you, like, you both to do. So someone opens the door, Julie's friends that came with us, and is like, Brandy, I see your boots in there. I'd recognize those boots anywhere. And I'm like. And, and then we she, drag her in, right? Yeah, open. Like, get this, in here. Yeah. We were like, open. She's like four, two feet tall. So we pick her, literally pick her up, open the door, just like drag her in, shut the door. You're like, no. get on the toilet and shut the fuck <laughs> up. You can't talk in here. <laughs> now they know we're in there. And now there's three of us. Then her husband opens Ugh. the door and says, Julie, Brandy, Jen, where are you? And then closes it. <laughs> Oh man, oh, we just can't get a break. How embarrassing for that to happen to you at a huge Hollywood party. <laughs> the only more embarrassing thing I could think about is if you had a lot too many dirty martinis <laughs> and then stop remembering what happened at 9 p.m. and then remember what happened again at 12:45 and someone's driving you home and you try to make out with them and you don't remember it. But I don't know anything about that. But since that never happened, that doesn't matter. No. <laughs> so uh, on the show, of course, every episode will be Miss Julie Goldman, uh, Miss Brandy Howard, who now, just so you know, is a married woman. So you're kind of filling the Strady Martine thing. That's right. But damn, the Strady Martine slot looks so much better. <laughs> Even Strady Martine would be like, you're right. It totally does look a lot better. <laughs> and Strady Martine was up in the gays. Was he, he was like a gay lurker. You're right. right. He was I mean, completely he's a, gay a lurker, homo lurker. And right? you are also a lurker. And you know I why it Martine is? Because, how yeah. I don't get insecure. I say, Martine did it. Yeah. Because gays are the fucking shit. Who doesn't want to be around gays? They're the most fun. You're right. Hilarious. You have great taste. Great taste. Best Not only in fashion, people. but in homosexual friends. Yep. 
So um, she's and, like the and she and she is married to one hot piece. <laughs> Your husband is extremely erotic. Very handsome in the face. Very handsome tight face. body. He's giving you a very dude-arama type of handsome thing. Handsome in the face. So dude-arama. Oh, we'll talk more about your husband in a minute. But, uh, now, listeners, I couldn't start the podcast off without a few keepsakes or little charms or good luck charms from New York City. Or perhaps a little bird. Wait a minute. What's that? What's that sound? Wait a minute. There's a bird flying through the window. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. That bird's transforming into another bird. Hey, y'all. What's up? It's Adam Joseph. Hello, Ajo. Hey, Johnny. How convenient that you were in town for my first new podcast. Doesn't that just work out perfectly? And help break up the motherfucking estrogen up in here. Oh, my God. I was looking at the lineup for the podcast, which will continue to be revealed throughout the whole episode. It's like an episode of a result show on American Idol. You're not going to find out everything until the whole show's done. And I was like, oh, God, it sure has a lot of ladies up in here. And then AJ was like, I'll be in town. I'll be in town. That's right. So you can you and I so that you're here so we can talk about cocks and balls and dicks and important things. I mean, you know what? The two of you are going to get, you're going to find out more about dick and balls and asshole eating and sucking dicks and choking mm. and oh. love making and oh. dirty man talk than mm, you've man. ever heard in your life. <laughs> ever. I can't wait. Oh, so Ajo's in town doing his Hollywood thing. He's writing songs with soul singers. He's performing at events. He's going to the YMCA with me every day. <laughs> it's workout central, bitch. We are. I mean, let we me tell you. Let me tell you, up. listeners. I've been fucking. I've been turning it. I'm trying to Oof. get into a time machine and bring myself back to John <laughs> McGovern from soccer practice. <laughs> Mm. You know, it's nice that he's always around, but I don't always look like that. <laughs> he's always alive on the internet there as an inspiration. And I'm just trying to keep my twink realness alive, so, you know. Oh, you are. You got to keep it tight. The other night the other night, I went out with Ajo to the Abbey here to see Candace Kane's show, mm-hmm. and every black man in the place oh my God. was giving Adam Joseph the eye. I don't mean just a couple black... Every black man in the place took one look at Adam Joseph and said, hey, how you doing? How you doing? One guy said, do you have a boyfriend? And I said, what do you think? <laughs> um, no, it's, yeah, it's very pleasant. I've been very well received. You have been. You have been. Very well, we'll nice. talk. We, Adam and I have had several. I mean, he's only been here for a week, but we've had a little, a bunch of adventures, which we'll get to. And we a went, week we were worth of dicks. Oh, and you were on one of them. We all went out to a party the other night. <laughs> but before we get into all that, there's another little special angel Baby on angel. my shoulder that's no still way. here from our New York City podcast. He won Intern of the Century. <laughs> and as he as is befitting his title, he dropped everything in his life in New York City. He said, forget it. If Johnny's leaving, I'm following him to Los Angeles to work as his intern. Everyone, Tammy! 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 Hi, Tammy. Oh, my little Tammy. You're still here from across the miles to get me anything I need to drink and make notes. Tammy, why are you acting so shy? You're acting like you've never been on the podcast before. You're very, you're, you're, you're all jumpy. You don't know what to do. 
Tammy's actually from Orange County, so he was going to be here anyway. But I like to think of it that he dropped everything in his life. He did. To yeah. follow me here. I wonder and also, if he knows Kristen Cavallari. Oh. She's from OC. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Totes, Tammy. <laughs> Why? You know what? Thank knowing you. you, Brandy, is better than knowing Kristen Cavallari. You're a lot more funny, and I'm pretty sure that like, Kristen Cavallari doesn't say, "Hey, sexy." You're probably sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I describe Brandy as a more feminine version of Kristen. Oh, Aww, you know nice. what? You're right. Brandy you're right about that. You're that's right, nice. and the the more less manly face. <laughs> I mean, because Kristen does have a few dude angles. She does. Couple dude angles. Oh yes. <laughs> The oh. stars in your eyes don't allow you to see that. Yeah. <laughs> you noticed. covered her life of leisure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, uh. Tammy, I'm glad that you're here. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. It's nice to have my little Tam with me. Oh. And it's also nice because Tammy now texts me his different whoring adventures. Oh. Be like, I totally did it with that red-headed guy that I sent you the picture of. <laughs> I totally did it. <laughs> So, yes, I enjoy to get all of your whoring messages, Tammy. And uh, Tammy, let me tell you, Tammy's truly living the celebrity lifestyle out here. He pulled up to my house in a red Mercedes. And I what? said, Tammy. Work. Tammy. What the what the hell, Tammy? My mommy was good to me. <laughs> Tammy's truly a debutante from the OC. Oh, he lives wow. in a big apartment that has a, a, a theme. It's the stadium lofts. Oh, the hallways have baseball themes, and there's Damn. so much parking. You, I mean, it's like a, it's a whole full lot just for Tammy's car. <laughs> Tammy's living the life. He's on Adam for Adam. He's getting dick. He's got a medical marijuana card. <laughs> Tammy, I'm moving to LA. Damn. Of course you do. Oh, that's what the Of course you do. I got glaucoma, girl. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> so the, here's our little crew, and there are some more surprise regulars joining us mm-hmm. in the rest of the show, but you'll have to wait and see who they are. <laughs> now we are in a new podcast studio, <laughs> and when I was I was hunting for podcast studios all over LA, it's very confusing because everything's like you know recording studios. It's like you know where Sade records. Like I don't need where Sade records. I need a funky. Place that's okay with a lot of weird faggoty shit and lets me have smoke cigarettes while I'm recording and doesn't have problems with trannies and drag queens and all sorts of crazy butch lesbians and les lurkers and all sorts of other type of people traipsing through. So I finally found I found one ad like on Craigslist because I saw your studio on Craigslist <laughs> and it was the right price, which is cheap because you know this show is free for everybody. I That's know right. your listeners when you're listening. If you're thinking about whether you like this version of the show compared to the last one, doesn't matter because remember the price of this show free. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so I, I came, I was driving to the studio, and I was like, well, it looks like it's in a bad neighborhood. Jackpot! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, a weird studio in a bad neighborhood. <laughs> we're in an, uh, where I parked at McDonald's, because uh, since I've been driving in Los Angeles, the parking lots at McDonald's are very large and spacious, and you know McDonald's only have three people working there, so you know they don't have no parking attendant, So, and I do not know how to parallel park park yet mm. or even regular park pretty much except for sliding into the space so i always be looking for mcdonald's I'm like, well there's a parking lot called mcdonald's <laughs> um, so 
I parked my ass at McDonald's. I came into this office building, and there was a there was a good was good omens everywhere. There was a black lady in the elevator that said, "Are you going to the fashion show?" I thought you were the way you're dressed. Because apparently, on the twelfth floor of this building was a fashion show that day. Oh shit! Not a fancy fashion show. I'm thinking wig show, hair show. Ooh, <laughs> a good hair show. Bang bang. You mean like a hair battle, like a I, hair battle I, show? I, it, who knows what it was? But this woman said, "Are you going to the fashion show?" I said, "Oh no, I'm going to the other floor." I came in and I, it was pretty. It was little. There was no air conditioning. Once again, just like normal. Uh, and I thought, well, this might work. Then I sent them an email that said, look, I'm interested in recording my podcast with y'all, but I need to make sure you're going to be okay with fags, trannies, bull daggers, drag queens, fairies, and all sorts of other crazy people. And they wrote back, as long as we can call them fags, bull daggers, drag queens, <laughs> dykes. And I said, oh, yeah, I like your style. You're booked. We are booked. Yay. Yay. We found a bull dagger. But Get Julie, Julie and Brandy were ready. They were like, fucking, let's pull the trigger already. Let's fucking do it. I yeah. had to email and text people that I just never want to see again to be like, hey, how are you? Do you know of a, like a place to record? And oh, yes, I totally, I totally hate you. Yeah, still hate you. By the way, somebody was like, just call me. We'll talk about it. I'm like, oh, don't try to make me call you. No, I don't like you enough, sexy. There's a reason why we don't speak. Okay, I hang out with the big lads. I hang out with my husband. And that's about it. Okay, I don't have time for this bullshit. <laughs> um, Brandy took me to a party when Julie Goldman was out of town and she's like hey sexy we're gonna totally go to a party so I was like alright so she pulled up in her car outside my house and her sexy husband gets out of the car and I was like what am I gonna wear to this I'm gonna be right she's like just look totally fashion because it was I knew if it was Brandy and it was Hollywood <laughs> I, was going, I was walking into the hills I knew there was going to be ladies with blonde hair and sexy gentlemen, and it was somewhere fancy, and I knew I need to dress correctly. So, of course, I dressed like a gigantic baby, like I was dressed like a five-year-old black girl named Letitia. I chose pink and purple and blue and gold. And on the phone, I said, well, what is your, what's your husband wearing? And she said, uh probably like something stupid like jeans and a t-shirt whatever <laughs> and so he came out let me tell you your husband really makes jeans and a t-shirt look good <laughs> it was so casual bro dude i couldn't get over it it was like a concert tee with a tight fitted short sleeve plaid totally don't care man just totally muscly just hanging out with a sexy wife you totally be cool and so he was funny and nice in a benzo and, Sorry, and, Tams. And the, right. I mean, everybody's picking me up in amazing cars. Um, and uh, then we we're- We can't so, afford the electric bill, but it was a Benzo. Right. <laughs> Let's keep it tight. So we get we get in the car, and I'm like, what's, so what's the party going to be like? She's like, look, let's just go over our game plans, okay? <laughs> so my plan is to act rude, snotty, and totally uninterested <laughs> to hide my insecurities. What's your plan? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go with your plan. That sounds good. I like to bring up walls. That was when I fell deeper in love with you. And so I'm going to totally act uh, rude and bossy to kind my insecurities. Like, that is good. And I was like, well, how are you going to act? What's your, what's, how's your husband's name pronounced again? Cavan. Cavan. I keep calling him Cavan or Cavoon. I mean, I don't know. But I know he looked good. Um, and she's like, I was like, what are you going to act, Cavan? And he's like, 
uh, I don't know. She's like, you know what you're going to do. You're totally going to pretend you're tired uh, and totally like I'm totally sleepy and totally tired. But he won't be. He'll just be pretending. <laughs> He's going to act ex- overly exhausted the whole night, right. which is what he did. And you were charming. Well. And everyone loved you. So we go to the party and it is very the hills. It was whose house was it again? JoJo's. Well, you're, we went to two parties. but Oh, we went to two parties. Right. But the main one was JoJo. The main one went was JoJo. She lives in a very nice apartment building, and it was like walking to the hills. Black dresses, blonde hair, <laughs> girls giving looks, laughing, <laughs> but really saying something mean about another girl, having some cheese, but giving a mean look to another guy. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> Brandy was like, "I've been totally stressing about this all day, and all my all my nightmares are coming true." Hey guys, <laughs> it's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I had to wait for my arch nemesis to leave. Remember, we were at the other party. I was like, let's give it another 20 right. so that bitch can leave. <laughs> Got that. But Brandy was like, we can't go to the next one because my arch nemesis is there. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. You're like, yes, look, I just don't want to see her. I don't want to talk to her. We're not going to see If she's there, we're leaving. <laughs> Like, oh, this is good. <laughs> um, so the party was actually pretty fun. But then there was a hilarious. First of all, Brandy was the, the, the star of the show because you were like, I told my husband totally wanted to fuck me today. But <laughs> oh my God, I, I don't even remember about, any of this. I was too worried. about you don't remember this? No. Oh, you remembered was, so many details. I was like, was wow, I drank a lot. I was soaking it in just <laughs> for this because so I could retell it. You were sitting, we were chatting with people and you're like, hey, sexy. And they were talking about, they're like, where's your husband? She's like, I don't know. He's totally somewhere with a boner. He was trying to fuck me all day. But I was like, look, we're going to this party tonight, and I have a lot more things to worry about than your boner. Just do yourself. Really? <laughs> you don't remember that? No. You were sassing it Jesus. Up. You were so sassy. Someone slapped me. I'm trying oh, to be slapped now, it too. It was very enjoyable for me. So <laughs> I was like, this is how you work a room. And then, <laughs> and then Brandy, I was chatting with someone, and Brandy sat on the couch next to this dude. Now, you should take the story from here. Brandy. Please, I don't even remember. Let's just remind me, and then I'll see okay. if I can remember. Brandy sitting, sits down next to this dude, and as she is wont to do, says, hey, sexy, what's going on? And the guy says, oh, hey. Um, look, it's probably not a great idea if you sit next to me or oh, that's right. anything because my wife is really jealous and she's going to definitely have a problem with this. And Brandy's like, uh, that's fine because my husband is right over there. So whatever, no big deal. <laughs> Let's chat. So they start chatting. <laughs> and then a few minutes later on cue, some bitch rolls up <laughs> right up in Brandy's face. <laughs> He said, what are you doing talking to my husband? Brandy said, I'm married. My husband's right over there. We're just talking. She's like, I saw you put your head on his shoulder. Oh, God, you remember this so good. I do. And then I remember my favorite line was like, but you know what? You're right. I'm totally fucking your husband. That's right. (laughs) Put your head on his shoulder and we're about to go fuck in the bathroom. Want to do something about it? And then your friend Jojo steps in and says, oh, hey, Brandy, have you met so-and-so? And And Brandy gets up, looks at the girl in the face and says, yeah, she's great. (laughs) You better work, I can't believe you don't remember all the details of this because it was one of the greatest nights I've had here because it was so fun. Because oh, of your so stank sweet. attitude. <laughs> your stank fantastic attitude. More cunty. Stank You know what? Cuntastic. You're right, Adam. It's cunty in the, it's in the most Kevin Aviance yes, of ways. You of better cunt. do it. 
the kind of cuntiness that I'm familiar That's with. That's New York City cunty right, right. there. You have a New York City cunt really? about you. Yes, yes you do. Aww. Yes, girl. Really? Yes, I tell you do. Yes, girl. You totally do. <laughs> you totally do. Would you say she's giving you cunt? Oh, yeah, yeah, I would say. I would say. She's, she's gagging giving, you she's, with her yes, yes, she was gagging them. <laughs> and that, that is the exact definition of gagging. <laughs> oh, she's going to gag you with her cunty. You sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I do. Why do I sound like that? You're giving me the cuntiness. <laughs> she's you giving will, you the cunty. You will be back and you will be cunty. <laughs> Girl, she's going to give you the cunty. <laughs> <laughs> she walks down that aisle and she says to you, I am cunty. Girl, I, I will give that to you. Now you're like a sort of gay German shopkeeper. Oh. That's like wow. All the different, the different phases of Miss Julie Goldman. She's taking on a journey. All agents and Hollywood, listen up. She's Schwarzenegger. She's a effeminate German candy shop owner. She can play all the parts. She can play all the parts. All of them. Don't cut me out. <laughs> I can do this all, okay? Julie Goldman, the hottest new lesbian star. She's the hottest star of the ball. I'm going to a Hollywood party. I'm going to give you some cuntiness. <laughs> okay? I'm going to act, you know, like a beach And I'm going to be so Girl. 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 Give it to you. Oh, my God. Well, I think it's time to get the show on the road because there's a lot of tea to spill. There's a lot of celebrities at Donkey Punch. And there's new gay pimping cast members to introduce. So it's time to spill that tea. Ew. Would you like some tea, dear? Tea. Tea. No, girl. I'm spilling the tea. It's going to be hot, hot, hot. Full dossiers, honey. We are going to really let you have it. There's nothing that's sacred here, girl. If you got some drama in your life, we know about it. We're going to let you know that they're going to know. Okay, honey. It's all going to be what? The tea, honey. The total tea, girl. No O's, honey. The tea. Out here because of the sun. Girl, sun the temperature. Girl, the spilling tea the sun. For temperature. Spilling the sun. Tea. <laughs> you have your use your kiki tea bag. Miss Ding, I feel like I'm about to floor a junior and I even take my shirt off. Girl. <laughs> oh, girl. Well, be careful of the tea. It's hot. The Hollywood hot. Hot, hot, hot. H H H H. Hollywood hot. Miss D. Girl, I thought I did. Now, for all of you wanting to keep, I will continue to keep you updated about my favorite star, Mr. Kevin Aviance. Please do not talk about my personal life. <laughs> Please do not talk about my personal life. <laughs> wow. Kevin Aviance is doing good. He was MIA for a while. MI to the A. We found him. Because now, Kevin Aviance is a mysterious and beautiful enigma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you take him when you can get him. 
Last time we really saw him was at the East Village Mixtape 2 shoot where he performed Gimme More oh and God. wore that that outfit. I mean, and now, Brandy, you're a woman. You should take the Kevin Aviant style uh, nice. jewelry box uh, idea because Kevin Aviant had the most amazing huge bracelet on at the at the photo shoot. And I said, well, how did you do that? I said, girl, I just reached into the jewelry box, pulled around, and whatever came out together, I wore. It's amazing. It looks like I'm looking at it, girl. Look at it. It looks amazing. So, I mean, Grandy, just put in the jewelry. But you could turn that into an infomercial-style thing. <laughs> just totally grab your jewelry box. Like my first guest, Kevin Aviant. Hey, sexy. Was it all hoop earrings and shit all mixed it in? Was like, it, oh, was yeah. like, it was like necklaces, bracelets. All, I mean, it was so many layers of things in there. There's like earrings stabbing into his skin. It's okay. It's fine. But we hadn't seen him in a while. And Adam and I always like to keep tabs on our Kevin Aviants. Mm -hmm. And there was a while where nobody knew where he was. And then his sister posted on his Facebook page does anyone know where my brother is and I started to get a bad feeling mm. and I was worried because I mean s some huge celebrities die young tragic things happen <laughs> who true. knows what could happen if my star Kevin Aviance if that happened that would be terrible so I got on the Aviance Detective Network <laughs> and I sent out a message to all the queens who possibly could know where Kevin Aviance was and girl, he's in Fort Lauderdale, honey. <laughs> I'm not dead. I'm in Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> Don't you tell people I'm dead. It's not cunty. The rhythm will be, you'll be my bitch, like the rhythm. <laughs> if you tell me I'm not I am in Fort Lauderdale What was he doing? I'm alive He decided to fuck He was in Fort Lauderdale And he got there And he said Girl I need to stay I need to stay The sunshine <laughs> Feeling it and so he is, he's performing at clubs there. He's having fun. And he's going to cosmetology school. Oh. All the stars are going. Linda James, Kevin Aviance, he's going to open his own salon. Girl, I want to do it. I'm creative. I need something to do my creative things. I'm going to go to I cannot just stay school. in New York and be legendary. I mean, what do you do? That's what he said to me. What do you do? You just stay in your room and you're legendary. But what is that? <laughs> Everyone's legendary, legendary. Everyone's legendary. You know, I need to be creative. So he's down there performing. He was telling me about his plans for Fort Lauderdale Pride, which I believe already happened because I think I saw the photos. He said, girl, I'm starting my show from down the block. <laughs> from down the block. There'll be a stage outside, but I will not be coming from backstage. I am coming from down the block. They'll be like, where's the music coming from? Where's Kevin? Then turn and look. Down the block. <laughs> She's gonna literally turn them. He, I'm sure he did literally turn them. I saw a picture of him all redded up, looking good. So, so he good. said he's feeling happy, feeling good. I want to get my hair did by Kevin Aviance. Can you imagine that? I cut? know what a dream. Just, just with Kevin like Aviance, a clipper, he superstar slash lives. slash hairdresser. That's a reality show waiting to happen. Sheer genius, girl. Talk about sheer genius. Sheer, sheer Kevin genius. I don't know what the name of the show will be yet. Will be something. Cunty cuts. Cunty cuts. Cunty cuts with Kevin Avion. Cunty hair. When, uh, what hair do, do you want, Julie? Orchid? <laughs> Lily? Rose? Every hairdo in the Cunty Cut shop is to a flower from my song Cunty. What are you Lily? Orchid? Rose? You are more of a daisy. I want her, duct she's a tape. Daisy. I want duct tape. Are you feeling cunt That's or are you feeling tea? Are you feeling? Please check one. Check box one or the other. Are you feeling cunt or are you feeling tea? You would turn. Oh, then you're definitely an orchid. So shout out to old Kevin Aviance. We love greatest, you. Greatest star of them all.
Um, all right. Well, are you ready to introduce the next regular cast member <laughs> on Gay Pippin Hollywood? <laughs> Michael Serrano. Hey! Come on down. I'm, in the, I'm on Gay Pimpin. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's so hot in here. It's <laughs> very warm. It's flashbacks to our old... You know what? Like I said, I wanted to get the setting exactly the same. Very similar. Crappy area. <laughs> no air conditioning. Done. Done. Um, so to let the same creative juices could flow. Mm-hmm. I've got my juices everywhere. <laughs> and, now, and I've got the best mic. You do. I saw... I think it's called the ten incher. Uh, Try not to lick you, it. You do have a very penile looking microphone. <laughs> I do. It reminds me of somebody I know. Oh, oh my. Oh my, Mr. Serato. I'm just getting started. <laughs> just, you look very tan and fit. Yes, thank you. It's and more, I uh, think with it's the flushed. rosy glow of love about you. Well, I'm in love. That's probably what it is. <laughs> you are. I'm in love. Yes. And you have a very sexy new man in your life. I do. Very we are going on our two-month anniversary. Oh my God. I mean, Michael Serrano oh, has found one of the holy grails yeah. <laughs> of homosexuality. Yes, he is. Especially for a, a man of size, you've gotten every angle that you could possibly need. Tell, 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 the, tell the listeners about this gentleman. Well, I mean, I would just start off by saying that he is an extreme sports photographer. Woo! Yeah, is it hot, hot in here? Jesus. It is hot, but I'm getting better. I'm getting, Tammy, get me a glass of water, please. He started <laughs> taking photographs of skaters when he decided to no longer skate professionally anymore. Uh-huh. Woo, I'm hold on. I'm He's still sweating. I'm like not sure because there's no way I can just... <laughs> and of course, the 6'4 didn't hurt anything. Oh. And you know, when you're 6'4, you have got some long appendages. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of new exercises. And you also did not also mention he's a motherfucking ginger. Oh, yes, oh. he's a ginger. Oh. Oh. Yeah. oh, oh, yes, that dewy white skin oh. with that shock of red periodically. Fire sexy fire crotch. Fire yeah. crotch. Oh yes. My God. I can't, I'm not going to say his name because people will find him on Keep Facebook. Keep it private. Keep it's it private. private. It's, Follow the it's very Beauchamp early. Mode. It's very early yes. in our relationship. He has not dated a celebrity ish. <laughs> that's longer than any relationship I've ever had. Two months. That's a long-term relationship. Yeah, that Michael, that's a lesbian year. Yeah. A lesbian two months equals a year. I mean, you would have already yeah. been Yeah, you know, I spent a good lesbian half year just sitting on him, so. <laughs> that's right. So, uh, Do you guys say boyfriends? We uh, we had Yes, we had the relationship defining talk. Mm. Mm. We do say boyfriends. We have not said the L word yet. You haven't uh, said I love you? Lesbian. No. <laughs> no, we it's haven't said I love, love you, you yet. But I'm I think it's gonna happen this uh he's been out of he's been in, out of town for a couple of weeks and he comes back into town on Monday. I think oh. it's gonna happen. It's gonna be an explosion. We really? say things like I love you, go Slavia. <laughs> <laughs> I love Yugos. They were fun cars. Those are nice cars. But he we is haven't uh, so hot. He is a sexy. He is very sexy. He is high sexy. And my favorite quote was when Michael said, "He looked me in the eyes and said, you're so special.'" Now turn over and show me your fucking asshole. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. That's that is a perfect oh, that's man. That's a perfect man. Yes it is. That is a perfect man. Michael Serrato, super stud. Congrats. Tammy, muscle thank tough. you. Yes. Oh, muscle tough, Michael. Muscle thank you, thank you for Plank. telling the butthole story. Oh. I'm real proud of that. Well, come on. I, I feel like that's bragging rights. Yeah, oh no, I know I agree. Oh. Yeah. He loves my shade of pink. <laughs> <laughs> <It's not. laughs> 
Tammy, Michael Serrato just one-upped you for slut of the year. Damn. Now he has a man. No, we're in a committed relationship. He can see my pink whenever. You're right. (laughs) Not slutty. You're right. It's completely (laughs) monogamous. Thank you. But don't worry. We all did have a little bit of a slutty adventure together recently. Well, Johnny's new town. I want to show him things. (laughs) Right? Fun times. Yes. Well, I actually got an offer to appear at a bear party in Mm. Anaheim. Girl. What was it called again, Tammy? Uh, Cub Lucky. Cub Lucky. Cub Lucky. (laughs) Now, there's a very interesting story about this because the party was taking place at House of Blues Anaheim, which is run by the Disney Corporation. Oh, that's so So sweet. So they booked me for the party to appear, just to appear, take some photos, maybe say something on stage, like, what up, motherfuckers, or whatever, (laughs) right? Hey, Saxy, that's what I'd say if I were you, Brandon. Can I just ask a question? So Cub is like a mini bear? Yeah, like a young young bear. bear. I mean, there's there's all sorts of different animals in the gay petting zoo. There's (laughs) there's the bear, which could be a larger hairy man or a medium hairy man. Then there's a grizzly, that's an older hairy man. (laughs) Then there's a cub, which is a younger, slightly hairy man. Then there's an otter, which is a skinnier, slightly hairy man, slight or hair shoot. Then there's all sorts of other ones. I mean, there's polar bears, there's wolves. Black bear. Black bear. Black bear, <laughs> yes. Yes. So they were all to be represented at this party. And I said to myself, I know who would like to come to a bear party. And I called up Michael Serrato and, of course, big slut Tammy. <laughs> hey, Unlike per- Tammy, I had to think to about join. it. I live down the block. You do. She, you she work down the, the block. block. You live down the block. <laughs> So anyway, uh, so it was going to be a big bear party. And of course, the bears love me. And I said, yes, I would love to do it. And I don't mind a hairy gentleman sometimes. I don't mind a little something. (laughs) So I said, well, who knows? Maybe I'll meet the man of my dreams up in there. So I agree to do it. And then a few days later, (laughs) I get a call from them saying, so uh, there's one thing about working at Disney is Disney needs to... um, approve everyone that works at the party so we're not thinking gaypimp.com would necessarily be the greatest website to give them so i said why what's what's so crazy about gay pimp that's just it's just delightful fun there's no anal penetration but well, well, fine have them look at my facebook that's white as snow well of course disney is a very antiquated and they looked at my old ass abandoned amusement park MySpace page. Oh. <laughs> and I still didn't have nothing too crazy on that, but apparently I did have a clip from the wrong fag to fuck with, my original gay pimp show versus Eminem from the from the early two thousands. Amazing. And apparently work. Disney found that offensive and did not approve me to work at the party. Uh, don't say people are There goes my ABC sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> don't they have something to do down there besides look at your website? I know that whoever looked at it had the best day at the office ever. <laughs> no, it was by like, some like uptight young lady who was like, no, no. Oh, this will not do for <laughs> a Disney no. establishment. What else is there? What else is there? No. So I thought, okay, girl, I'm not going to work it. And they're like, look, no, we want you to come anyway, and then maybe we'll get you on stage. So I said, fine, you know what, whatever, you still paying me, I'm still coming. Yeah. So I got into my car, and by the way, yes, everyone, I can drive. (laughs) Barely. I, I don't need negative comments <laughs> no, from side I mean, side drivers like you. Are you are doing very good. Drivers. As long as I didn't pay attention, you were fine. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, I have been learning to drive. Um, I was in Arizona for a while learning to drive. I took a driving instructing cl- driver instructor class with a very bossy ex-policeman who scared the shit out of me on the first day. He opened up the car for me and said, get in right to the driver's seat. I said, "Oh no, <laughs> sir! I don't. I don't know if you know, but I, um, I've never driven at all. Not even one bit. I don't even know what those pedals do." <laughs> um, and he said, "All right." And he drove me to a parking lot where we drove around in circles for twenty minutes. And I thought, "This is going great." This is going so good. We're driving in circles. I'm like, "This is going to be a perfect lesson." Then he said, "Time to get into traffic." I said. Well, no, oh, no, sir, sir. I've only been driving for 20 minutes. So I don't really feel like it's appropriate to do traffic. He's like, come on, do it. Got to learn. So we drive out. I'm scared shitless. And he's like, oh, God, it's rush hour. Mm, I don't normally do teach people during rush hour. But trial by fire. <laughs> Trial by fire. Wow. Thank you very much. And he'd be telling me to change lanes. I was like, no, Ugh. no, <laughs> no, I don't think I'm ready to change lanes. Oh, so... God, there's an accident ahead. Oh, I'm oh, so God, glad there's... I wasn't there. He would say things to me like, he'd say things to me like, when you're driving through a parking lot, make sure you go slow. Because if a kid runs out in front of you and you hit her and she dies, you're at fault. <laughs> <laughs> no like, pressure. Can we just stay in the parking lot? And uh, he he got he to be like, "You're drifting, you're drifting." And if I was like, "Please stop yelling at me," <laughs> I think Please I stop. used to date this guy. <laughs> he was an old top, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> but I made it through. I learned to drive on my dad's old Cadillac, and then nice. I packed all my stuff in the car, Mary Tyler Moore style. I drove all the way here to California, <laughs> and I've been driving ever since. Yay! Yay. I can't with, believe Michael got to drive with you, but we haven't yet. I know. Because you guys are hard to pin down. See, you, you guys should go driving. do it. It's, yeah, yeah, we got to go on a driving adventure. It's one of the best rides in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> you drove all the you. way to Anaheim. I've driven all over this great city. Santa Monica, Anaheim, Orange County. I've been everywhere. Anyway, we'll talk more about my driving later. But back to this bear party. Oh, yeah. I get in my car and I pick up Mr. Michael Serrato. It looked incredible. You looked amazing. <laughs> we, uh, we, had a, a, we had a long drive out to Anaheim. Yeah. Well, Johnny got to my house. You got to my house and you didn't. Like, you're like, do you have the address of where it is? So oh, I immediately, right. immediately upon picking me up, it was like, I don't know where we're going. <laughs> oh, right. I forgot about that. I didn't know where we were going. And for some reason, I couldn't find it on my phone. So Michael's in the front seat of my car with his laptop. And he's like, let's just go to Starbucks because mine is out. We'll just pull into the parking lot at Starbucks and we'll use their wireless for free. Free wireless at Starbucks. You can get it right from the drive, from like the drive area where you park right from the drive what is that parking called? lot right from the drive yes. and the problem was the street that it was on when i pl- plugged it into my gps who is pretty truly my best friend here in los angeles <laughs> yeah. my miss computer yep. miss lady computer um my lady computer and me are very very close and i, d- I depend on her for everything sometimes she disappears and i'll be like what 
computer <laughs> computer like if you drive into an area where there's zero satellites miss computer just she's not having it she's through with you for a few minutes she's over you just gotta now. drive so anyway the street in the disney downtown area or wherever where this club was at just you a lot plug, like nazi germany yes you plug it into the computer and it says no street numbers available for this street so we had to do Weird. the turn by turn directions that michael was reading <laughs> uh off the computer to me as i drove which i think they had just like they the computer didn't know where it was either so it was just making stuff up right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah turn here so, so we're going it's very confusing we get into the disney area and we're like what where is th- where is this and it's like make a u-turn at the grand disney hotel look for and- the police car and turn right yeah exactly <laughs> we can't find it we don't know where we are we finally drive all around anaheim and we find we into in disney germany because everything changes in that disney area yeah it's that's definitely their own rules and like they they're have, not fucking around. No, they are not. Literally, when you pull up to the Disneyland like backstage area, you pull in and they like check your all your credentials. Everybody that's in the car's credentials, and there's these like poles that like block you from. They, going they in. rise up from they the r- ground. Yeah, it's like <laughs> so you you are not going anywhere backstage if your credentials don't pass. I was nervous. Yeah, it's like they had better security than like. Tijuana, like you could get in, you could get in Tijuana easier than you could get backstage at Disney. They were so surly too. When we finally did find it, they're like, "I dies," because we, we were laying suspicious. on the personality too. We yes. were letting them have it. Hello, hi Disney, wherever the show. We're doing a show at the Bear Party. Growl, are you two going to be there later? <laughs> Were, are you a cob? <laughs> this thing. Are you a? You look like a grizzly. <laughs> are you an otter? A wolf? What's what is a wolf? A sexy bear that's like ripped. No, it's like an older. It's like an older otter, isn't it? Isn't that I a thought wolf? a wolf was like a well, you're. You know are there hair? seals? It's a skinny uh, bear, no. maybe older What's skinny. Bear. Isn't a skinny bear just a regular bear, gay guy? A seal is called a no. twink. A seal wouldn't no have hair because that's like a bear food. You would be like twinkish. I'd be a grizzly bear. You don't have any hair on your body. Don't I? Not in my dreams, you don't. <laughs> what is a wolf? Uh, I think a wolf is like a muscle stud guy that still has hair. Or no, it's like a, it's like an older otter. Or no, it's a more mature otter. No, it's like a skinny bear, older skinny bear. I think you're both right. An otter grows up, works out. He's still hairy. If he wants he to, he doesn't have to. To wolf. When I right. think wolf, I'm thinking like the werewolves from True Blood, like stacked dudes, but still natural hair. That's a different. Oh. Thing. So why isn't that a regular gay guy? Because they don't have hair. Well, most regular gay guys would shave their chest. Oh, okay. Oh. I see what you did there. I'm just saying. Oh. I'm just saying. No, that's why there's the bear, the whole bear thing, oh. because. They're like anti-shave, right? Am I right or am I right? So, uh, so if you're a regular gay guy, you shave all your hair, and then if you don't, then you're some kind of. Well, I think that in the gay community, it's kind of seen as more of a minority. The the guys that are accepting of their natural body. We're in a battle right now, just so you know, we're in a battle. Oh, we battle follicle. Hot summer feud number one for the new Gay Bevin Hollywood podcast. No, it's fine. I just won't speak to him. You mean either, Adam. I am not follically challenged. Hey, I don't shave my chest. I just... 
I'm just much naturally, to show. <laughs> naturally hairless. Seventies porn star naturally is hairless. really in right now. Just FYI. No, I I'm saw totally. Some hair on your well, chest. Brandy, the gay community is divided up into many different <laughs> levels of shaving, grooming, and other things that men will do to themselves. Though the hair is coming back mm-hmm. in many different Thank levels. God. I love the hair. I like. I like a hairy man. Nice Me too. Something to rub up against. Don't try yeah. and end our battle. That's not going to work. <laughs> Don't try to talk your way out of it. You and Serato are enemies now. Regular gay <laughs> So you don't know your category, Johnny. I'm uh, my pimp. one and only category, Johnny McGovern. And yeah, gay pimp. Adam, you are. I. He's am. a hairless twink, like I'm an embryo. Not I have hair. Yeah, but you're oh. Adam just flashed brandy. <laughs> All of this, honey. Um, I am a super twink. Actually, I consider there, myself a super twink. I'm sorry. What's a super twink? Because it's actually a category that I created myself. Oh. And it's when you grow past the age of a natural twink, but you still are resemblant and tend to attract men uh, that would be considered twink chasers. So That's a you're big right. definition Super for twink. a category. Super twink. Yes, no, because I'm, too, I'm technically too old to be a twink. Super twink! Super twink! <laughs> Save the world, 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 world. You're not, totally hairless! Certainly not <laughs> but a bear. Totally hair <laughs> I always wear colored hair. underwear, con- colored like tidy whities. Like, yep. For example, oh. he called that now, one. Now, there's also had- a sadder category of twink, which is aging twink. When you look oh. like you're getting older, but you're still dressing like a twink, that's not good to be in. Yeah. Oh, okay. But that's Adam most still of West Hollywood, by the way. <laughs> yes, I think you're right about that. Adam still resembles a youngin. I mean, he yeah. likes to yeah, tell people he's young. 18 years old. I can actually lie about my age and get by with it. So. Anybody can buy So it's like the gay cougar, aging twink cougar. Oh. Yeah, that's true. Mm. I mean, yeah, aging twink yeah. cougar is that you're definitely going deep with that one. He's an aging twink, but he likes other twinks. You know what? That is actually a category. <laughs> I, I resent aging. No, Brandy, good Brandy job. Made because new- I've met some of these people recently. There's a brand of aging twink. They still they look older, but they still dress like twinks. And let me tell you, it works. They're always surrounded by young twinks, and they've somehow hypnotized them. Like, we're short of stature, and like, we dress the same. We're the same age. So they, It works. I've met them. So will a cougar twink want to be with a twink twink? Yes. Super twink! Super twink! If he found super twink is probably his arch nemesis, because they're the same yeah, age. Like, cougar twink is out on the top. <laughs> <laughs> from the lair Super Twink the is going to ruin all my plans to get all of the sexy gents to believe that I'm younger with his dewy skin. He's making me look bad. Get out the Twink Cannon. <laughs> twink Minion, come to me now. We'll have to get the bear people to come twinks. help. Exactly. This is a great new show. It's like Lord of the Rings. I don't even know. So, Michael, you didn't say your category. Um, I super bear. <laughs> I think I think I'm just entering beardom because I've got some salt in my pepper. You do, mm. yeah, and it looks good on you. Oh, thank you. But let's get back to the story, the party. Okay. Oh yeah, the party. Come on, Tammy. Goes, Tammy, <laughs> Tammy had to get up, and now he's walking through. Tam, Tam. I don't know what to do. Tammy, you're acting like you've never been in a podcast studio before. Knock anything over. Testing. Good job. Good job. So we get to the party. And we go in backstage, and again, they're like, park back there. And I'm like, it's like an empty backstage yeah, like area. Do- like docking area. You can hear boats almost. Like 
and it was a little bit saw-like because it was yes. after all the security, it was completely empty. And we could roam as we will all around the downstairs area. <laughs> we went in the wrong way. We were in some back hallway with back yeah. entrances to shops and things. No security at all. They're like, just take the elevator. There yeah. were like 20 different... 20 elevators. That might be a slight exaggeration, but there were a lot. Of <laughs> okay, that was three different elevators. We didn't know which one to take. We had to go backstage, by the way, so that we wouldn't get mobbed. When we, right, when we came of course. Because we the were fans with hair. Of course, because you guys are really famous. Very famous. So we finally made our way into the party, to the backstage area, and then finally out to the balcony, full of bears. And actually, it was kind of mixed with everybody, right, Tammy? A little bit. I mean, it was bear heavy, but there was all sorts of... Uh, there were a few well, twinks running around. It was there bear was... and their admirers. Yeah, bear so and admirers. At the zoo. You're right. It was Love a full, it was a full petting zoo. Ugh, chasers, as they're called. Mm-hmm. And so there were some very interesting gentlemen. I mean, Stephen Guarino would have been in heaven because he loves a young and slightly dumpy gentleman. And there were some juicy <laughs> little boys um, <laughs> with just a little something extra. He likes to be able to grab onto something. Yeah, you got to hold on to something. You do. Yeah. Um, so we got there and we were hanging out, having, having a beer. We ran into Rape Baby, a longtime podcast listener, and his boyfriend Judson. And... I got to meet face to face with number one podcast fan himself, Joey J. Lobos. Oh my God. Oh, I hope he didn't just explode. <laughs> right? He's Did he been start mentioned crying? on the show so many times. He's like, it's old hat to me. I'm a regular. He's probably not even listening on time. He's always late. <laughs> So we met up with him, which was totally fun because Joey's been calling into the podcast for so long and leaving me Facebook messages. And so I felt like I knew him already. And he was just as delightful and fun (laughs) as his stalkery, fantastic Facebook posts. Joey, keep stalking. I love you. Um, and then the the great thing for me about this evening is that I did have a lot of fans in the house, and I felt a little bit like Miss Sally Field in Soap Dish, where she forces Whoopi Goldberg to take her to the mall in Jersey, where she knows she'll be recognized to help boost her self-esteem. Because truly, I was like, am I Miss Sally Field? I was like, Johnny, take a picture of Johnny. Oh, John, love you, John. Oh, please, everyone. Oh, thank you, everyone. Oh, thank you so much everyone i tried to like stay about four or five feet behind him and just periodically say there's johnny mcgovern (laughs) (laughs) occasionally michael serrano would step and be like i'm also from the big (laughs) (laughs) ever seen me that was a try departed under tragic circumstances uh yeah well i naturally flourish and so i think that that's what confused people (laughs) And then we also met famous LA drag queen Mama, who I had yes. never met before, but I've heard about, who apparently had had a feud with Michael that ended that night. More, yeah, we had more than we've had more than one feud, but yes. oh, really? Um, nothing like good. Just mostly like he said, she shit. Right. He's, okay. So just bitchiness. But she like came right up to me and said, "Hey." Let's just put all this stuff behind us and just be friends. And there was a little piece of me that wanted to say, fuck you, cunt, but I didn't. (laughs) I didn't say that. I was like, yeah, no, cool, whatever. Well, it was kind of funny because she came up. 
she came up and she said, oh, hello. And Michael introduced me. And then they said, okay, thank you. And it was a little weird. And then literally like two minutes later, she said, excuse me, Johnny, I need to speak to Michael in private. That and then you guys had a little powwow. It was very good. You had a little powwow and the feud was over. Yeah, no, I'm fine. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so then, of course, Tammy arrived. I was there. And Tammy, what were your feelings about our the bear party? Um, I mean, it was very heavily bared. Um, and I it was it was a little bit of a it's a bear party. No, but it was also a different type of bear than like you usually see when you watch the bear specials on th- networks like Logo. And like what? It, it was I don't know. They the were different bear bears than what I usually see. Those I are like Hollywood they, bears. I guess. Yeah, the Orange County Bears. Yeah. More, the real, they they like seem pop, more suburban. A pop bear. I was like they were bright and younger, oh. and little little more pop culturey. They weren't like oh, like RSVP cruise bears, like leathery. Yes. They weren't. Leathery. They were not too leathery. No. There was some leather mixed in, but they there was gentle. no like dirty old Santa Claus like on the RSVP yes. cruise, right. where there was like Santa and jack boots, no shirt, yes. bag of presents. Yes. Wasn't like that. Yes, they were uh, low key. That's too bad. Yeah, and there was lots of there were sexy muscle go go boys. Some were Very bearish, sexy. some were not. Mm. No dance experience required. <laughs> the worst dancers are always the hottest. <laughs> yeah, that was. I thought it was a really fun night for all those um, bear people. You know, the music was good. Well, we had fun. Um, there was some sexy times going on. I mean, yes, t- there was. There, Tammy and I scoped out these two twinkie son of boys. Of course, mm-hmm. I like a young gentleman. And I said, look at that one, Tammy. He's like, Tam, I've been watching him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, see, there's another Sally Field moment for me. Mama introduced me from the stage. And those two boys turned around and said, ah, Johnny McGovern. And came up and started sexy dancing on me. And I said, everything's going great for me. It's well, going yeah. really great for me. And I said, damn you, Johnny McGovern, and, and your fame. The you one just that we, blocked me. I know. The one that we both. <laughs> were interested and it came over and started to, I'm still giving me serious sexy dancing. You almost get, get, try to give me all a kiss and I was like I am in celebrity Well what public, Johnny's please. not what you're not saying is that before that he was like oh nobody nobody likes me nobody's here I'm just, let's just go and get this over with and Right yeah go. on the way of course like all stars underground stars I'm like oh, we'll just fucking do this and whatever we'll have a couple drinks and then we'll leave and then he was like, yeah, I love this party. <laughs> well, of course, when everyone starts to love me and turns out it's a Johnny McGovern fan fest, then I'm loving everything. And then when the twink starts sexy dancing on me, I was like, this is how it should be all the time. <laughs> yes. So it was very good. And Tammy was, Tammy was like, well, if I can't get him myself, maybe I will dance in a three-way with him. <laughs> I did try for a second. And a little awkward. says, okay, I'm going to go get a drink. No, no, you did not go get a drink, Tammy. Yes, I did. Tell it how it really is. The boys over on me, sexy dancing, give me a little rub on the lips. And also, oh, and I'm, I'm just rubbing myself up against him. And it's very enjoyable. Tammy's doing uh, Tammy's doing the side, the back dance. And I was like, you know what? Get some, Tammy. Yeah. Get a piece. Tammy d- just does feel like it's a little awkward. He's dancing away and decides to go straight for the friend. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that was after the drink. But, yes, I did go for the other one. Then you're like, I'm going to go for the other boyfriend. one. Oh, yeah. I remember the other one now. But I just you guys did seem like you were getting along. Yeah, I just talked to him and left. But the funny thing is, then that's the one, Johnny, that I later saw at my job in Orange County as a student where I was teaching. And I was like, oh, I think I saw you at the club. And then I was like, good thing I didn't go home with that boy because he's probably in high school. Yeah. <laughs> Donald McGovern. Sex scandal. Sex scandal. 
I, how did he, how he couldn't have been in high school. They were at that I don't party. know. They could have fake IDs. Oh, God. Wow. Your Honor. Gotta be careful. I'm not <laughs> guilty. Your Honor. Your Honor. I'm not guilty. It was uh, Lucky Cub. It's their fault. You're right. And I would just like to say the only reason I did not hook up at the bar party is because I am involved with a big dick gentleman. <laughs> yes, you are. So, yes, you, yes, you are. sexy ginger waiting at home. Yeah. It's okay. Though there were up. people up on your jock. Well, there were people who wanted to make love to you. Yes, that's true, but it did not happen that way, right, John? No, because you just flipped open <laughs> your am, phone and yes. you stare at erotic pictures of your boyfriend. Yes. <sighs> And share them with others. And I got to tell you, it looks good. <laughs> I'll um, <laughs> He's just saying that for the sake of the show. Right. <laughs> just comedy saying. <laughs> Said pictures do not exist. <laughs> um, but that was pretty much the bear party, right? I mean, yeah, we well, had, then we went to Tammy's Oh, right. House then, so we, we, we have fun, and then we go Let to Let me just Tammy. interject that you forgot the part when I, quote-unquote, went into the cave. I'm only mentioning it because I love the way that Michael talked about it. You remember? There was my, a cave? My little bear. I caught a bear at the end. Oh, yeah. And Michael thought he had a very large forehead. He was <laughs> oh, calling him the caveman. Yes. At first, he was just saying, Tammy went into the cave. I didn't what know is what that frontal lobe called? Where, Cranium. Like, the, like large... Neanderthal. Neanderthal. Neanderth- Neanderthalic. Cro-Magnon. Cro-Magnon. <laughs> but if it's a Neanderthal, they usually have a small one. Yes. Tyra Banks. Right. Well, he was dumb looking. <laughs> but in a cute Downsy. way. Downsy. <laughs> yeah, no, like a lot of dumb people are cute. Touch, touch of the downs? <laughs> I have met some retarded people that were very attractive. Is that No. Bad? Are we allowed to say so. that? <laughs> yeah, you sure can. Say whatever you want, honey. Michael Serrano loves retard. <laughs> well, Your no. new hit as tranny, super tranny heaven. Well, they're my always retarded lover. Because <laughs> you're my retarded lover. You so undercover. Almost nobody knows you retarded until they talk to you. You retarded until they talk to you. Of course, I you, love you. You don't look downsy, so let's get downy. I write the It writes itself. Oh wow! So Tammy was making out with a mentally challenged person. He, <laughs> he did seem. He did seem slow, though. Tammy. He was not slow. Okay, so he was a perfectly nice uh, Cro-Magnon style looking gentleman. He was a calm, conservative bear who just wanted to dance. And when I asked him if he was a top or a bottom of the dance floor, he said, "I think that's kind of weird that you're asking me that." Oh. I'm just here to dance. And I said, well, Boring. it depends how I dance with you, too. Tell him to move to a major city. <laughs> um, now, Tammy, I'm glad that you're starting to warm up and get a little less nervous than you were because one of the things I wanted to talk about and share with Julie and Brandy yes. so they can help them get to know you a little more mm. is your new sassy attitude that I've really <laughs> been enjoying. Tammy has been... Um, in, in, and I feel like this as a student of gay pimping, yes. you have good mental preparation for being a grown man, a grown gay man. <laughs> Tammy has taken it upon himself. He said to himself, well, you know what? I just I think maybe I should look to the past of, of things that other gays have yes. enjoyed through the years. And Tammy has taken it upon himself to do research to find out. And the first little album that he began researching was Miss Liza Minnelli's oh. Liza with a Z concert album. He went all the way gay. Wow! wow. So you you I'm went crazy to a, Liza. you went to a hundred percent stereotype gay. And you know what? I got to give it to you because you know what? There there are a lot of gays who love Liza. 
They do. Mm-hmm. They do love Liza, they right, Liza? Liza? <laughs> yeah. They sure love Liza. Yes. <laughs> really, they I know sure you're kind do. of my idol now. <laughs> well, we just go ahead and do it on your home shopping network and just sell my crotch t-shirt. What's out you're wearing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you are so adorable, <laughs> Sky. So, Tammy has been so Tammy's been listening to Liza with a Z. When he picked me up in his red Mercedes, <laughs> it was bla- bla- blaring Liza with a Z. <laughs> Like it's Liza with a Z. Tammy, give me a little taste of Liza with wow. a Z, how it goes. It's Liza with a Z, not Lisa with an S, because Lisa with an S goes nuts. Whoa! <laughs> I mean, uh, how faggoty can you get? Thank old you. school, old Damn. school. Tammy, you're hard. It's Liza with a Z, not Lisa with an S, cause Lisa with an S goes nuts. It's Z instead of S, line instead of Lee. It's simple as can be, see Liza. I do it again. It's Liza with a Z, not Lisa with an S, cause Lisa with an S goes snuds. It's Z instead of S, line instead of Lee. It's simple as can be, see Liza. Now, if my name were Ada, I'd be Ada. Even backwards, I'd be Ada. Or if my name were Ruth, then I'd be Ruth. Because with Ruth, what can you do? Or Sally, or Margaret, or Ginger, or Faye. But when you're Eliza, you always have to say, no, it's Liza with a Z, not Lisa with an S. Go hard, Tammy. Tammy, have you watched Liza on the Home Shopping Network? No, but I want to. Oh, my oh. God. I was watching cable one day. And I, I like to, if I see a celebrity that I enjoy on home shopping, I will stop. Like, I mean, Isaac Mizrahi, I could watch that for about an hour. Even Randolph Duke, Badgley Mishka sometimes yeah. are on. Like, what the fuck are y'all doing there? And their talk, they're like, it touched the bag. It is so soft. <laughs> and the thing is, it's great for a woman because, look, you can have your bag. You can even make it a diaper bag. I mean, imagine this as a diaper bag. You'll be the hippest mom in town. I mean, it's all very gentle and soothing. But then. I turn on something, the Liza Minnelli collection. And I said, oh. So I turn it on, and it sounded just like Julie was, was doing. <laughs> she was crazy. Yeah. Well, first she, of all, you texted me, and you texted Brandy. To oh, watch right. It. I texted Julie it and Brandy ASAP. And it was life-changing. Separately. And then you both were like, and we were oh, all, shit. Uh, yeah. And uh, so I had never, I don't watch the Home Shopping Network. I can't. I can't. Really? But I no. do. Yeah. I don't care if it's celebrities. I like to see any of those like crazy bitches and their manicures. And yeah, but now <laughs> it was so good. I think I watched this clip online. I've watched. <laughs> I watched it too. We Facebook friended the lady. Long. Well, I'll always watch the Home Shopping Network now, not just because of Liza, but the lady. What's her name? Is it Randy <laughs> or something? What's the lady's name that was hosting it? She I has her. her it name. was like Randy Lynn yeah. or whatever, <laughs> and she's like, "This bag is." Fabulous! Like, she, she would get crazy. She'd be like, "Oh, I love the way that's like I am." She would get crazy. Yeah, she and surged then, up face, yeah. loving absolutely I mean, classic, yes. everything that you have to offer, Liza. Yes. And there's only seventy-five more of them left, and, then, and they are just going like hotcakes. Yeah, well, I just was shitting. I had a hip replacement, and I was in my hospital bed, and I was recording my album. And they said, give me some clay. And I took the clay and I put it into <laughs> the beach. And I was walking on it at the same times. And Stephen Hans 
time caught up to my brainstem and she, why don't you walk out a type of a jewelry necklace but then now this will look wonderful on a bikini top oh look at her <laughs> a bikini is wonderful when you're walking with dinosaurs on top of a mountainside Mary Manilow <laughs> the lady kept having to kind of like huh yeah, remind like her remind where, her she, where was. she was. She's like, where? Well, here we are on QVC. Where? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. And what they're selling is like the Liza style uh, sequin <laughs> uh, jackets in every color. Oh. And ladies, might I suggest that you get one in black for neutral occasions. <laughs> and then maybe for a special night, white or red or even navy. Let's take a look at the girls. Don't they look girls. inappropriate? And those models. The models. The yeah. models. These models wearing the Liza <laughs> the suit. The models were just unbelievable. It's a jacket and a shell. And then also... Pants. And look at this broken down heifer coming down showing off this weird outfit. She made that one come over yeah. awkwardly to adjust the jewelry she on the thing. I get let tell that black lady <laughs> lady. She wanted to say the black one. Tell the black lady short hair color. <laughs> short hair color here. I got it. And then she just took the scarf and just didn't even do anything. She just, if you wear it, if you go to the beach, you can wear it like this. And she took the scarf and just moved it over her arm. Isn't that, isn't that it's called styling. Peter? Yeah. Just, it was amazing. She was and obsessed the, with bikinis, wearing all yeah, the jewelry bikinis. with bikinis. And then there was one thing not for sale or something. Really? Like, that's not for sale. I, Need that. <laughs> the lady would say, "You know what I love," and Liza would say, "What?" And she'd like this black top, and Liza would say, "That is nice." <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what like the little Montana lady that's like, "Oh, I've always wanted to dress like Liza." Minnelli. Well, they call in and be like, "Hi, this is Mertes." Oh, well, hi Mertes. How are you? Do you have something to say to Liza about the collection? Lila, I have been watching you for. 25 years. <laughs> yes. And you are so classy and so wonderful. And I have I have ordered three outfits in every color because I am so excited. And she, Liza just like, yes. Pause. <laughs> Awkward silence. So, Liza, tell us more. I mean, like, it was, it was so crazy. good. I had to leave after an hour because so I had to good. go somewhere. But I know fucking Brandy watched the whole thing. I watched the entire thing and T-voted it. When she got into the knee surgery, I almost peed. I was like, she forgot where she's talking about her surgeries and stuff. Yeah. And she, yeah, she'd get the thing that hold the bracelet and she'd be like, this is what I did. And then she'd hold the bracelet and push on it. Like I got clay and I, I, I don't, I would, this is what I did. I don't, what? Like it was, it was incredible. She got hostile with the lady towards the end. She was getting hostile. What? She really like what? She was just mad at her. She was taking things. Yeah. And, well, she would just Give grab the back. thing. She would grab Give it. Well, it was like, yeah, it's like, that's not for sale. That's actually from my own closet. She tried house. to open the one of the bracelets and couldn't and get couldn't it open. couldn't do it. And, and the pissed. lady was like, here, let me help you. She's like, no, I had a surgery. I was in the bed. <laughs> and I had clay. And we were recording my album. You recorded an album while you were in, had surgery in your bed? 
What? <laughs> I saw that part. <laughs> yeah, I, I live, I don't. This is a wonderful collection. <laughs> it was such good so television. Good. Oh Try to find it if you can. And now it might come in handy for Tammy. Now, Tammy, first of all, let me get back to your sassy attitude. One is that Tammy loves to hook up with gentlemen online, as who doesn't? Who doesn't? But there was one gentleman, Tammy's like, well, he came over and I totally knew we weren't going to hook up because he was acting weird. So I said, you know what? I'm putting on Liza with a Z. You don't want to fuck? We're listening to Liza. How do you like that? You're bold. And he didn't like it. And I said, we have irreconcilable differences. Get out. Get out. <laughs> Wait, was wow. he not into him or was he not into you? He just didn't want to do anything sexual forever and he didn't look that cute this time I saw him and I was like, oh, I'm done. You know <laughs> you know how it is sometimes. You see, sometimes women will come over and then they'll be like, what do you mean? So you had well, to, I mean, it's been for. a long time since it's happened, but I remember one time <laughs> when I'm, I was online, it was like I was in my huge slut phase and I went over, it was like, you know, you go over, you fuck, and then that's it. It's nice to meet you. But then I remember going over some house, some guy's house, and I was ready to get in. And he's like, "What are you trying to do?" Like <laughs> we just met online for sex. Well, what was he thinking you were gonna come? I to don't jail? know, but I left. I said, "Gotta go." <laughs> God, if you're not sure what this is, then, I have other friends to hang out what's with. What color and look at shorts? <laughs> yeah. And it was before YouTube. We couldn't just sit and watch YouTube videos together. <laughs> Oh, my God. So, uh, beyond uh, Liza, there's a lot of other stars that many people in this room have been in close proximity. Though, of course, Julie and I did meet Liza. We did meet Liza. I met Liza. And Michael. There. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> oh, like I got kicked off the show and then I was dead. How quickly we forget. I heard her coughing out in the audience. <laughs> she would laugh at everything. Yeah. Well. Liza uh, was uh, in the audience of our original Big Gay the Sketch pilot. Show live pilot because they couldn't afford to actually film a pilot so they had us do a stage show of what maybe the show might be like maybe kind of. Gay. <laughs> gay. Oh, and let me and tell you, it was, during, it was during Rosie's big Broadway phase which I guess is Rosie's old thing. She loves the Broadway. So, of course, she brought her whole team in to choreograph a big Broadway number for us to like open. three of them. Uh, and we, of course, were not Broadway caliber dancers <laughs> at all. And we or ended singers. Up, or singers. And we ended up with this opening gay. number that was gay. Can you tell we're gay now? Now we are gay. How did it go? And Wasn't it like that? Imagine gay. me... Serato, <laughs> Goldman, Stephen Guarino, Nicole Bayonne, and Kate McKinnon. And Erica. And, and Erica. Erica, Erica Ash was the only one who was like, this is right up my alley. I'll be the star of the show. Yeah. The rest of us are like, this totally blows. I hope they buy the stupid shit. Ba -da 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 -da. I... Uh, oh. Can't make my feet well, work. And I was like incredible. Like, you were incredible. <laughs> in my, just in my head, I saw it like played back, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Uh, this, yeah, I never watched the video of that. Show. Anyway, Liza was in the audience for that. Yeah, and it was great because when Michael reminded me of this during the uh, curtain call. For the show, uh, everyone was clapping. Rosie was in the audience. That was when Linda James and Erica Tor were sitting on either side of Rosie in full drag because I asked them to come <laughs> so I could make an impression. Um, and the audience is clapping. And then Liza stands up. She begins applauding. The audience begins applauding her. 
<laughs> like, thank you, everyone. It's me. And then she leads them into an applause for us. Uh, and the show got picked up, and it's history now. And it's all yeah. history. Really. History. But we're not just talking about Liza Minnelli. That was a sidetrack because uh, three of the people in this room have been brushing shoulders, rubbing noses, blowing the smoke up the asses of all of the celebrity stars of today. Miss yeah. Julie Goldman, Michael Serrato, and Brandy Howard were at the VH1 Do Something Awards. That's live television. Um, and Julie Goldman performed live on stage with Glee star herself, Miss Jane Lynch. Yeah, all because of Michael. All wait, because of Michael. Wait, let's get that again. Did we get that clear? What did you say, Julie? <laughs> all because of Michael oh, Serrato. Come on, Julie. Because of Michael Serrato. Michael called me and said, Jane Lynch wants you to call her. I was like, can what I just say, I was about? going into an audition for some shitty shit something. And I was like, God, and I was really hungover, and I was in a parking garage, and I was with Julie, and I was like, I guess I'm going to go. I don't know these lines. It sucks. And she's like, on the phone, Michael just called. He, he says he wants me to call Jane Lynch. I was like, go fuck yourself. Okay? Wait, can I take the story back further? Yeah. So, um, I'm friends with Jane Lynch. I don't know if you guys realize Ooh, this, but I know lots ever of heard of people. It? <laughs> I do some si- styling on the side. I tell people what to wear and what not to wear, and Jane's one of my peoples. And she said, I've got to do this um, song on the Do Something Awards, the live show that you're, you know, going to assist me and help me dress and all that stuff with. And I got to have, find somebody that can help me figure out the guitar. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> what about Julie Goldman? I'm sure she's free. <laughs> <laughs> She's living in L.A. now. Yeah, Julie Goldman would be perfect. So, you know, I made all of this magic happen, blah, 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 long story short, after contract. Julie's backstage with Brandy, and they are filming the entire experience, which is hysterical. Have you seen it? Well, I don't want to just dash over the whole thing. I mean, I want to, like, let's not just get into the meat of the story, Michael. There's the, I mean, the the best part, we're like, what the fuck am I going to say to Jane Lynch? And what am I going to, how am I going to do it? I mean, Julie was telling me, like, call Jane Lynch. That's fine. Yeah. Just a big star. I'm going to call her up. Yeah, I'm uh, just going to call her. Just casual. Yeah, I'm just going to be like, hey, Jane Lynch. What's up? <laughs> Michael says you might want to call you. <laughs> so, so did she answer the phone the first time? She answered the phone. She said hello. She was like, oh, yeah, hey, Julie, how are you? And I was like, <laughs> And then she just told me the lowdown. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. I'll, yeah, just send me what you need to send, and I'll come up with whatever you need to. And she was awesome, and... Then I met her at her house, and we sat and did the song together. I like I like just came up with a tune for the song and come up with some random shit. So the and, wait, the words were there, right? And Julie needed to put do, them to melody, the make a tune, right? So yeah. she took longer. This is I, again, I'm there with my lurky no. Oh, right, you, well, right, I'm, right, I and I'm also yeah. saying to Brandy, like, what the fuck am I gonna do? And I gotta do the song. And can you help me? And blah blah blah. Be there to support me, like the lurker that you are. <laughs> and I'm like, my audition went great, but thanks for asking. So I'm there. <laughs> she took longer tuning her guitar. I was like checking my email, and she's like tuning her guitar, just fucking around, and then did the tune in one second after I was like what you're done doing the tune I don't know is that good is Jane gonna like that I don't know I'm gonna see and I said well maybe you should do like another version okay yeah I'll do I'll get another version it was another version well it was amazing it was it was good it was good as long as available on iTunes right 
Uh, yeah, it's going to be a nice Wow, down really? Yeah. So Julie gets to Julie still. I know I heard about this. I saw a picture on Facebook and I was so offended. I was like, oh, really? A bitch can't even call a brother to I tell feel- her she do it with someone with Jane Lynn. Oh, pardon me. Hold on. I'm eating Tom Cruise's butt right now. But I didn't want to mention it. I get very... Uh, self-conscious with things like that. Yeah, so Very I texted her, bitch, are you doing a song yes. with Jane Lynch on VH1? And then it's like, yes, like, can sorry, you believe it? Yes. Should, I just get so self-conscious like doing anything. I don't tell you anybody should. anything about anything. Well, so I you got so to weird. the rehearsal and so you I, thought you were going to be... So, okay, so I go to her house and I just think to myself, okay, I'm just going to give her the... I'm teaching her chords. I'm thinking I'm teaching her chords and she's going to play the guitar for the song. So then we're going over the song in her house, and her wife is there, and the kids there, and there's two cats and a dog, and I'm like, I'm in lesbian heaven. <laughs> and um, not to mention the fact that now, just to go back a little bit, Brandy and I wrote this movie, okay, nicest thing, the script from the beginning had written this part for oh, Jane Lynch. And when you read the part, spent, you know it's for her too. Have spent a year and a half. Talking about Jane Lynch, and there was actually even a time, <laughs> two times actually. One, we ran into Jane Lynch. We went hiking. Jane Lynch was at the hiking place, and we ran into her at the hiking place, it's and we we're like, mountain. oh my God, there's it's fucking Jane mountain. Lynch. What's that? Hiking place is called a mountain. At the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> at the old hiking spot. At the old hiking spot where. <laughs> so. <laughs> That was weird. And then at the Big Gay Sketch premiere, I was right, so drunk. There, and right? she was there. And I say, Challenge, we wrote a script. Would you fucking read it or whatever? And she was like, mm, You're drunk. But I don't know if she remembered that. I don't and remember that because I was blacked out. <laughs> yeah, that's the drunkest I've ever seen you, Johnny, was at that party. What? That's the drunkest I've ever seen. You know seen. what? Thanks for mentioning it. <laughs> you were the drunkest I've ever seen, Hugh. Okay, and go ahead. So, Jane Lynch has been a huge, this huge name in our. This, this movie and in our life talking about Jane Lynch all the time and how are we going to get the script to Jane Lynch and my god if Jane Lynch could only and would she even like this and she inspired so much about the script anyway so then Michael calls about Jane Lynch and so I'm like you know can you fucking believe this I'm going to go do the song with Jane Lynch and how am I going to sneak the script into her so we go to the rehearsal teach her the song she's really into it and then she's like but she's stressed out by it she doesn't want to have to play the guitar because she's not fully fully confident on playing the guitar and singing at the same time so she's like you know what I just would you mind playing this for me when we're at the show just you know be in the show just play the song play with her play yeah sing this with me would you sing it with me and I was like mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yeah sure cool yeah totally. whatever totally what's the date what's the date of it check my book <laughs> Oh, it's for VH1, and it's going to be live, and it's going to be this award show. Oh! <laughs> no big deal. I was supposed to do something at Hamburger Mary's, but... <laughs> okay. So, that turned out to them, and within 24 hours, she had it worked out so that I'm going to do the song with her, on the stage with her, at the show. Right fucking next so, her. If you right watch this, now, it's not Jane Lynch featuring Julie Goldman. It's old girlfriends, <laughs> buddies, pals, lesbos, Julie and Jane just sitting cool dudeing it up. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah. Cause, and then I thought if I'm going to do the show with her, I'm she, I'm going to sit behind her in the dark. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I was gonna, But no, she had me sitting next to her and she introduced me. She's just like very classy. She's a fucking class act. Now, I just also want to say that at the end of that rehearsal, I took all the... I let all my pride go, let all my 
all of it and just was sucked it up and was like, Jane Lynch, I want to give you the script. So I gave her the script. And she was so nice and so just generous about it. And it was it was amazing. It was very cool. Because, you know, giving somebody a script and trying no. to do that shit is hardcore and you it's feel like, like giving a douche. giving them your baby. It's, yeah. And, you know, they don't want it because you're asking them for something and you feel douchey. But I had to do it. You did so it. So I did it. Plus, you had Lurker next to you being like, do it, bitch. <laughs> now, the next part of the story here is where the lovely Brandy shines. She's been a little shy today on the cast. But now is when Brandy's magic comes to play because yeah. the night of the show. Well, I said, if I'm going to do the show, Brandy, you're coming with me and we're going to tape it. We're going to do it for In Your Box Office. We're going <laughs> to tape this and it's got to be an episode of In Your Box Office. I mean, come on. So she came with me as my guest. And we taped the whole and thing. what a perfect accessory but than this beautiful did. blonde starlet with you <laughs> with an attitude. I mean, and she... And poor Jane. She's the nicest, but I mean, I'm sure I tested... I mean, I had the camera in the bitch's face in her dressing room <laughs> during the show. Like, I'm sure she was like, get this whore bag out of here. But you had every, you had that camera in everybody's wait, face. So wait, let's, and... let's rewind a little bit. You guys get there, and there is red carpet with all the stars. <laughs> yes. So and Julie tried- has. I got an email like right after Julie met with Jane, saying, "Hey, Julie's going to be in the show. Can you get her an outfit too?" Oh, that's right. Then so, we had a fitting. Yes. Yeah, so oh, because was- I forgot. See, this is all the stuff you wanted to dash over. The two of you went shopping <laughs> with the Jane us, Lynch, where you dressed and Julie and Jane. Yeah. Yeah, we did. That was so fun. It was fun. We got to go to Barney's, and there were rich people everywhere. She and I means diked around Barney's. Sacks. <laughs> sacks. Yeah. We and what were you wearing? Birkenstocks, khakis. <laughs> a I walked in shirt. with some sneakers and a man shirt. Yeah. You know, it's cute. <laughs> Everything was very expensive, Johnny. So they got you, uh, you got all dressed up and you went to the show and now we're back at the most important part, the red carpet. Yeah. The two of you are at the front of the red carpet and if you've ever been near or on a red carpet, unless you're a star, it's not, and I mean a real star, um, it's not the most glamorous situation. No. uh, Because people do want to get on and there's someone there telling you where you can go, please, please uh, tell us all about this. Yeah, so we got there and we got the camera on and there's the red carpet and all those famous people are there and and Who's around? Who's going on the carpet? Kathy Griffin and Carol DeLaGuardia, Alyssa Milano, uh, Snoop Dogg. And then Julia Brandy. Yeah. And at first they didn't even, they wouldn't even, they were like, who are you? And I was like, they I'm doing, no. yeah, they said no. They denied us onto the red carpet. So then we had to walk around the red carpet like douches. And then we went into the thing. And there's footage of you from your, in your box home show where you, you're like, so here we are next to the red carpet. There it is. <laughs> yep. <laughs> there it is. I mean, literally we tried to get on. The lady was like, yeah. It was Jane and Michael that were like, get your ass back yeah. out so there. So we went back into the dressing room and both Jane and Michael were like, no, you got to go. Go do it. Go do it. And then the handler took us out and we got to do it. But if you could, if you see the thing that we put online, I mean, it was basically like we were walking on the red carpet. We were on the red carpet, but we were walking behind slash and or next to the actual celebrities. And there was one point where we walk, we were walking with Joe Jonas at the same time. And literally he walks on and we were like standing next to him trying to like lurk onto his shit. And the photographers were all like, Joe, Joe, Joe. Hey, you move. Move, move, <laughs> you out of the shot. 
lesbian. All the flashes stopped. Like it stopped. Was like, <laughs> no one was even shooting. Yeah, he moved. Joe, Joe over here, Joe. Joe. Yeah. Who the fuck are these bitches? <laughs> yeah. so they, it was yeah, amazing. You guys turned it around, and Brandy started calling for Julie with your little flip cam. Yes. She was amazing, and she just would be like, hey, this guy. Hey, that guy. Hey, how are you? Hey, sexy. Hey, blah, blah, blah. And then we would sh- meet on the thing, and then her on the thing. And I Has did- anyone ever filmed walking down the red carpet? I thought that was the first. It had to have been. I don't know. I was filming them ignoring us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they were uncomfortable, like, oh, get that off of us. Yeah. <laughs> And once, and it made, because I feel so embarrassed and I'm so humiliated, but because Brandy was there yelling, I just, it was easier for me to just be like, whatever, I'm being ignored. (laughs) Yeah, she was like, this is horrible. I feel so bad. I'm like, no, this is hilarious. This is a dream come true for us. Yeah. This is so fun. (laughs) And she's like, no, I don't like it. But then it came out and it turned out to be really funny. And then I got to stand next to Kathy Griffin's assistant and pretend like I was talking to her. You did. And pretend like we were talking to people. And it looks, it's, so yeah, so it was. It was hilarious. But I saw in Good Day LA. I don't know if you've been watching Good Day LA, but no, you should. No, I have not yet. It's the morning news in LA. Oh, that's what you should watch. You don't watch Good Day LA? Well, Johnny doesn't get up before noon, right? Oh, no. I'm up very early. I'm at the gym when that's on. I don't know if you've <laughs> ever heard of it. I'm well, not at the gym. It's mm-hmm. on from 6 to 9. Oh, well, I'm at the gym for a yeah. very long time. <laughs> <laughs> I heard on that show that... Um, Steve, the head newscaster guy, said he has to pretend that he knows everyone because he can't remember who he's ever met. And that clued me in later that that's why all the celebrities pretend they know you because they think they don't know. Have they met you? Have they not met you? Are you celebrity? Are you not? Are you? So they all just do it. So, yeah. So what we learned at the Do Something (laughs) Awards was every celebrity and Brandy had the balls to yell out to all of them, whether it was, hey, sexy or whatever. So they'd respond to her and think that they had met her before or knew her. Or if I was there, they'd say hello to me as if they knew me. The Randy Jackson story is That was the best one. (laughs) Please tell me. We were walking down the hallway and she had the camera on and she was like, where's Randy Jackson? I want to see Randy Jackson. I was like, I don't know. And there was a lady we're trying to follow people and there was a lady who was wrangling him and she was like hey hey sexy have you seen randy jackson and she was like oh i think he went over there somewhere she's like okay well all right it was like his handler yeah it was his handler and then we walked we were starting to leave and the lady goes hey hey who do you want who who's asking for him who who's asking for him and and then brandy just turned around and went tell him brandy is looking for him and she goes, okay. So we left and didn't think anything of it. <laughs> and then Randy Jackson showed up walking down the hallway. And she goes, hey, Randy. And he's like, oh, are you Brandy? Were you looking for me? Yeah. And he goes, hey, girl, how are you? And they're like, <laughs> he kisses her hello. And he's like, how are you doing? You ready for tonight? You ready for tonight? She's like, yeah. <laughs> and then he comes up to me and he's like, hey. And I'm like, hey. And he goes, I love your shirt. Is that Etro, which I'm I like, picked out. I you picked did, out. I out and shirt. I didn't know what he was talking about. I didn't even know what word he was saying. And I was like, "Etrog." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the way, "etrog" is a Jewish word, which is something is like a lemon that you use on Sukkot. <laughs> so I was like, "Yes, yeah, so Etrog." That was a Jew moment with Julie Goldman. <laughs> etrog, yeah. And I literally said "etrog," and it's on tape. And he's like, "Yeah, I love Etro," or whatever. And I'm like, ah, "Yeah." <laughs> 
and just happened uh, like 50 fucking times with Brandy, these celebrities. Brandy, you, you, so you geniused your way all the way through this. I cracked the code. Now we can all use it. I don't know if you're allowed to like tell these secrets, like these like Hollywood secrets, because like Scientologists, like seriously. <laughs> they are everywhere, <laughs> but everywhere. we're busting it out. Brandy, <laughs> now Cara Diaguardi was one of my favorites with you. Who I like to call Cara De La Guardia. <laughs> right, whatever <laughs> and, her name is. And then Jane Lynch said, don't call her that because I don't know how to say her name and I got to say it right on stage. And it's, what is it? Dea Guarda? De Guardi, I think. Guardi. Okay. So Cara De La Guardia walked by. <laughs> the first one. I said, hey, gorgeous. And she said, hey, how are you? Haven't seen you in a while. Oh, God, girl. Awesome. Bye. And then that was when I walked in and was like, Oh my God, you guys. She thought she knew me. And that was when I realized, oh shit. And we had an incredible interaction with Paula Abdul. Oh, you please tell me about that. But what you don't see is when Paula Abdul was talking to Brandy because I fucked up the camera and then we she went and hugged Brandy. But Brandy was like, well, Paula, we miss you. We love you. We miss you on the show. And then she stood and took a picture with me and was talking to Brandy and then went and hugged Brandy and was like, oh, hey. And was just so nice and just so sweet. She was touched that I said the show was shit without her. Yeah. And I believed it was. <laughs> yep. We filled out, Julie and I, an entire two-hour fucking survey on AmericanIdol.com <laughs> about what was wrong with American Idol this year. And it, we put every answer. Paula Abdul wasn't there. <laughs> so I take full credit for everyone getting fired and this year. But she came. When she came to hug me, the morphine... I could smell it. I got so high. She's on like 20 morphine patches and I love her for that. And I, I just great. got contact high. Oh, so good. She looks so good. Yeah, that was so incredible. tan. So skinny. I mean, it oh was just God. unbelievable. All and the there people. was one celebrity though that um, didn't buy your bullshit. <laughs> oh, Johnny Galecki? Oh Alyssa no, Alyssa Milano. Milano. That, that bitch whore. has been acting too long. She kept it moving. She kept it moving. I was like, we said your name. I didn't know what to say. And I can't do that shit that Brandy does. I get really It's an scared. art form that I need to Thank learn you. from you, I mean, Brandy. Yeah, she's I'm going to start calling everyone sexy. Hey, sexy. But she'll hey, say it. And she'll say anything to them, though. And you're pretty. So that really helps. Yeah, too. yeah. But I just feel like I'm like a monster that's be like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? But she just had, yeah. So then Alyssa Milano walked by and it was, I had to say something and all I could think of was just like, we said your name in a song. Oh, right. So I remember that. And she gave you Newt. She's like, yeah, I heard it was the greatest song I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Uh, just like, and oh, I'm so glad nobody's ever used my song, name in a song before and I'm going to just treasure it forever. And then she walked away and we were just like, you're a fucking bitch. Wow. Nobody like charmed. Your career was over after who's the boss. If I would have seen it, I would have probably been like, who's the boss? <laughs> yeah, I who's that. the boss? Who's the boss? Who's the boss? I can't think of things to say in those moments. Gosh. I can't. So uh, Just yeah, a side note about who's the boss. Danny Panatari is my agent's assistant. Oh. What? Really? He's yeah. gay. I know a guy who used to He's fuck really Danny gay. Pintari. Oh, yes, I know uh, that I know like guy three. too, I think. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just I, saying. I heard some alleged things about what he likes to do in bed that I will not repeat. Was it Tammy? <laughs> <laughs> Tammy's probably made love to him. I wouldn't get I wouldn't Was be a surprise. Uh, he likes to play Liza with a Z when he's having sex. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you, Tammy, doing it like, it's Liza with No. Not with P. Not with me. Liza with a motherfucking Z. Wow. We're going to fuck real fast to the tune of Life with a Z right now. If you don't like it, get the fuck out. It's Tammy, number one cock whore. Liza with Z. 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 Liza
I'm going to choke you. I'm going to choke you. <laughs> Don't worry, Julie. JoJo's coming up in the show Ooh. for sure. Oh, yeah, so God. that was amazing. So Secrets of the Red experience. Carpet. I'm Wow. It's yeah. kind of similar to New York City nightlife. I don't know anything about Hollywood, but when people come up to you and they're like, oh, hi, and you give them the old, oh, hey, baby, how you doing? <laughs> but then sometimes they'll go in for the, do you remember my name? Oh, and I hate when that happens. I oh. used to try. See, this is the thing. I, as an underground celebrity, I've met many, many people. And so and so for a while, I would pretend to know everyone. Like, hey, cutie. Hey, cutie. What's up here? And then people would bust me on the, do you know who I am? And I, <laughs> there's nothing worse than knowing they know that you're pretending. That yeah. is embarrassing for you. So then I would be like, I don't remember anybody. Hey, have we met? I don't really remember. And they'd be like... We've met like a thousand times. <laughs> that happens to me all the or time. Or I introduce myself like, hey, I'm Johnny. You're like, Johnny, I know we've met each other five or six <laughs> times over the last three years. And now with Facebook, everyone thinks you're friends. So somebody will be like, hey, we're Facebook friends. I don't like, mind I if don't... you say we're Facebook friends because then I know what level we're friends on. But if I like, then you just I don't remember. Then people get angry. They get so angry. And I don't know what to do. Hey, sexy, gotta go. That's all you gotta do. It's like Kelly Ben Simone. She never remembered anyone. That's right. Oh, God, Kelly Ben Simone. God, I, love I mean, her. I'm, I love the New York Housewives so much, but that's not what we're here to talk about. <laughs> so, at least now, we all we can at least learn from Brandy. If you're dealing with big celebrities, they don't remember either. No, just they pretend don't like remember you know. Either. Pretend like you know. Oh, God. Brandy, you're a genius. Good job. Thank you. Good job. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Michael, well that, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Michael, thank no, you. Come on, you guys. Michael, true. you made a dream come it true. It was really fun having them there. It was fun, and it was cool Why, to see you Michael. All shy, like, I'm afraid I'm going to talk over people too much. Oh. No, but <laughs> <laughs> Michael's around so many celebrities like every freaking day, so he's used to it. Yeah, I have a lot of celebrity friends, but you're the ones I want to spend time with. <laughs> <laughs> well, coming up in uh, Celebrity Donkey Punch, I'm sure you're going to have an exclusive on Neil Patrick Harris's new twins. Oh, yeah. Well, I knew that they were redoing the house like months ago. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> I, I knew it. I why. knew you'd know. I could not say why. But yeah, you know, I just did a movie with David Burka. That's Neil Patrick Harris's significant other. We oh. played opposite each other. And... Um, <laughs> Yeah, they were, you know, they're they're gonna they're getting twins. They knew they were getting twins, artificial and some. Oh, I don't think I can say that. Mm-hmm. It's it's all that it's all out there. I you saw that. Everywhere. This was supposed to be for Celebrity Donkey Bunch, but you might as well tell us. Yeah, um, artificial insemination, all that jazz. Um, you know, Neil's gonna be a great. Da- Seriously, I wish I could say something horrible about Neil. I've been working with him for like the last year and a half, but he is nearly. Like the most perfect man. I hated his boyfriend, Dave, or his husband, David, before I met him just because Neil was so incredible. And then, of course, you like get to know David and you're like, oh, yeah, you're great too. Woo. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> awesome. You're both handsome and perfect. And now you're other. getting twins. Well, congratulations, Neil Yay, Patrick Harris. Love the games you go. You look great yeah. naked too. Yes. You look great naked. Yes. He does look great naked. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we wrap up of this tea spilling, um, Mr. Adam Joseph had a little adventure himself through the land of Europe. Oh, certainly did. I don't think you've told our listeners uh, about the greatest oh hits of that. I've just been running around, girl. I'm in L.A. now, but I was in Europe, 
for like two months. It was really fun. You performed at Zurich Pride. I, I saw Zurich a picture Pride. of you at Zurich Pride where there was you and then a huge projection of oh my you God. behind you. It was amazing. There was like 5,000 people there. It was insane. It was really good. And, um, oh my, I just don't even know where to start, girl. But Well, I mean, girl, let me make it simple. Adam had a little problem in New York City that was very horrifying and <sighs> terrible. Which was the day when a police officer knocked on the door of his lovely windowless apartment in Williamsburg and said, please vacate the premises. Your building is no longer under code for residential. And the Red Cross was downstairs. And the press. And the press. Filming me as I'm walking out with my suitcase. And I was like, really? Yeah, you have to you have to photograph this. I said, no pictures. <laughs> so much. Turns drama. out his building had, was not in code for being residential. Ever, and everyone had to leave, and there wasn't a there was in the building a, a youth hostel apartment where they were paying a thousand dollars. There was two youth hostels in my building for a bed. So I think that's how they. But got... But the people on the top floor were allowed to stay because the youth hostel was allowed to stay because they had one. They had a, a secondary exit. What? So uh, that's the thing. They, wow. The, the hostel kids got to stay there, but. Me, who's been living there for two and a half years, I had to go. So he had to leave, and he was like, fuck this. I'm going to Europe to be a star. And everything's bubbling for you in Europe right now, right? Yes, it, it is kind of bubbling. It's, you were there? Your songs are on the radio? I've got a couple songs like on the radio there, charting, um, on real radio stations. Wow! And, um, so it's, it's great. And I'm planning on going back there at the end of September to do another little tour and record some more songs. So, uh, yeah, it's going really well. And Adam performed last night here in Los Angeles. It's an open artist's event. And he murdered everyone else's performance because he was so good. Literally, the crowd snapped, too. And I was like, oh, he's letting them have it right now. (laughs) He is letting. I was watching him on the side. I'm like, "Mm, I can't wait to see him let them have it. (laughs) And he did. He was like, oh, 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 oh. I mean, you you sang the shit out of that. So I was like, oh, he's letting them have it. I got to say hi to... Daryl Stevens and I get to meet Rasan Patterson. Rasan Patterson, who's a soul singer oh that Adam has been wanting to stalk for a while, and now he saw that he was trying to meet Rasan Patterson, trying to meet Rasan Patterson. Finally, someone said, "Did you have you met Rasan Patterson?" He's like, "That's what I want to do." Said, well, Rasan Patterson wants to meet you, oh. <laughs> which is uh, that's always the best way to do it, right? I know. So yeah. And Hollywood. then we celebrated That's by awesome. going out to one of my new favorite clubs here in uh, in uh, Silver Lake, mm. MJ's. Yes, girl. Where the go-go makes me feel right at home. <laughs> they are shining flashlights on their crotch. They're taking their dicks out. They're humping on the back. I mean, it's good quality go-go. Our friend Leo, <laughs> I was like, I need to get acquainted with these go-go boys. And he's like, oh, you want to get acquainted, huh? Yeah, our friend. He... Uh, we met this kid, Leo, who works there, who's super nice. Because I was saying, he was like, well, would you like a drink? And I was like, oh, that's so nice because... You know, I'm just having trouble getting used to the concept of paying for drinks again <laughs> after living in New York nightlife for so long. Mm-hmm. That I'm like, all right, I guess this whole. So I remember going to an, a party at Mari that, but that at some place in Chinatown, and like I ordered two drinks. It was twenty dollars. I said, "Well, this this whole paying for drinks is for the birds." <laughs> How do you do it? 
So we met this kid MJ, who, this kid Leo, who works at MJ's, and he's super nice. And he's been he uh, like he literally took me around the room to every Go Go Boy and, and introduced him formally. formally introduced me. Then they you know they came down. Oh, and the way they, they accept were, tips is oh my god choice. You know sometimes the New York Go Go Boys they'll accept it a smile whatever. These bitches work hard for the money. Oh, they will go down, give a grind up, and then have pleasure while you rub themselves. If it's fake pleasure, it is. If it's fine, it's fine. I like the show of it. Act. They have pleasure, and then while you're sticking it down there, mm, they're grinding while you're putting the money in. Working. Now, that is what I'm talking about. That's a wor- that's what's called working. That's working. Uh, Please continue really to work. It's a really nice place. It's a nice, Leo black? nice classy. Uh, is Leo black? No. Okay. No. Um, I think but, I know who Leo is too. What? I think I know who Leo yeah, is. Yeah, he's it's a nice very, guy. He's very, very uh, nice. He's set us up there, so that's that's fun. Yeah, and the whole time. the whole crew, we've been meeting the whole crew over there the last couple days. Yeah, Adam and I have been very family, nice, and everyone's very nice. We dropped you guys off at MJ's. Yeah, and we had a good time that night, Oh, too. that night, too. <laughs> Adam and I, you dropped us off. Thanks for reminding us, whores, at 145. Both times we've ended up in the back, when after they closed the back, like, 20 minutes before they actually closed the bar and we end up in the back like hanging out we, we and then we back. walk we yeah. walk back and the bar is completely empty and we're like look at our watch we're like what is going oh luckily we're friends with people who work there or we would have just gone in and out because they were like oh quick come to the back and have have a drink and we went out the night was over already uh, <laughs> thanks yeah. for reminding me clubs don't close <laughs> at 4 a.m. Julie and then they drove us home people be nice in California people be nice, That's nice. People be they nice. don't give you rides home in New York oh uh, so uh Yes, yeah, so you. If you're in uh, Silver Lake area, might I suggest MJ's? It's very lots enjoyable. of areas. A lot of areas. Ooh. Oh, and the, I took. A, I had to have a, my new screensaver on my phone. It says, "I thought this is so perfect in a hot tub." This one gentleman <laughs> whose areas was so thick and stacked was wearing a pair of very tight, lovely blue. Uh, tight underwear that said Los Angeles on the front. Mm-hmm. And I said, this is my new screensaver. <laughs> a gentleman standing in a hot tub with Los Angeles on his ass. It was a Los Angeles sunga. It was. Uh, Halfway well, pulled down. Girl, you know, there's so many more stories to tell, but they're going to have to wait. Next episode, one of our other regulars, my homegirl, Miss Nadia Ginsburg, the most famous Madonna impersonator in the world, uh, will be joining us. Uh, and she and I have been having some serious Los Angeles adventures, but I want to wait till I get the, she gets here to tell you about them because I've been going to the Hollywood YMCA and it is full of stars. And when I say stars... I mean crazy people that I'm in love with. <laughs> but that's going to have to wait for next time because we got another big segment coming up and another gay pimping regular. Woo! I'm a celebrity. I'm a pop star. Take the picture. Where's my dog? Donkey Punch. I'm a celebrity. Donkey Punch. Celebrity Donkey Punch. Take that, you rich bitch. Johnny McGovern is a threat to the moral 
homosexual acts and and, and playing faggotry. And we all know that's wrong, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, I'm just kidding. Um, Johnny, everybody there in LA. I, I, maybe they'll come see you soon. Maybe I'll, I'll board a jet and, and fly over there because I'm 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 a, I'm a being of luxury leisure and loose morals myself. Um, have a have a great time, you guys, and I'll, I'll definitely talk to you soon. Bye. A message from the lovely Linda James. How sweet. Aww. How Aww. sweet, Miss Linda. So good to hear from her. Spoke to her I today. Her. She's like, I hope you like my message. Such an angel. <laughs> Wait a minute. What's that? What's that sound? Who, who's that soft <laughs> voice? Wait. <laughs> oh my goodness. What are those bouncing, beautiful <laughs> bosoms that I see before me? Well, hi everyone. It's Calpurnia Adams. <laughs> Wake up, honey. It's Calpurnia. <laughs> oh my god, Miss Calpurnia Adams, you're the next regular on Gay Pimp in Hollywood! <laughs> I did a dollar, a dollar. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Calpurnia Adams, transgender dating TV show superstar, performer, producer, uh, actress. Miss uh, Calpurnia Adams, you are all over Hollywood. Well, I, I try to spread it around, you know. Oh, you do. I, I was talking to Calpurnia, and just casually, she was like, oh, and by the way, I also have a, a production company that I run, that I film and edit and produce and write, just so you know. <laughs> I was like, damn, Miss Calpurnia's not plugging playing around. Oh, Johnny, you know, just because I scored in the top 1% of the United States on my SATs without studying and qualified for Mensa without having to take the test... <laughs> doesn't mean that I can't be a slut and a sex symbol. That's right. That is correct. Well, Miss Calpurnia, how has everything been going? Oh, it's great. I woke up this morning, kicked the model out of my bed, had a sweet tea vodka, and rolled on in here. Wonderful. We, we came out of the sauna of the studio because after the last segment, girl, it was heated. It was hot. It was heated. Ooh, it was hot. Michael had sweat through one part of his shirt. Julie was like, my All shirt's through. see-through. My shirt my is shirt see-through. Is see-through. <laughs> I'm sweating like a sauna. Like Today a was sauna. the hottest day in Los Angeles that it's been since I got here. AJ and I went out last night, and I woke up, and my room has blown lines but this sun still pours in and i was oh i'm heated mm. so it's hot in here so we welcome calpurnia to the gay pimp and sauna oh thank you well, i'm drenched already oh my <laughs> i've had the privilege to perform at the esteemed most esteemed venue in hollywood <laughs> well, I try to only perform in venues that have meat in the name. Because... Good old gay food and drink and yeah. Hamburger Mary's. It should really be called Hamburger Mary's, a.k.a. a place for straight girls to go have their bachelor party. Oh, God love them. I mean, they're dumb as a box of rocks, but as long as they got cash, I'll jiggle for them. They do, and they love everything that you do, and they love all those fucking crazy drag queens at your show. And I love when they bring their brothers and drunk fiancés because the back and Hamburger Mary's is amazing. Wow. <laughs> is that too much? Am I making a... Never Putting my much. worst foot forward. Where, where exactly is the back room at Hamburger Mary's? Oh, just yeah. so I know. Just just follow the trail of my discarded clothing. And Thank Oh, you. my. It's well, it's like it's almost like uh, we have Super Tranny Heaven right here, Michael Serrato, who's been, who's been heating up the... If you haven't seen Michael's video... 
uh, as as Super Tranny Heaven. YouTube.com backslash Super Tranny Heaven. <laughs> it's really one of the most hilarious videos I've Thank seen in a you, long time. Thank you, Johnny. I made it all by myself. You did with everything, all, <laughs> all, all you, you and Markaholic on that track is so good. And I know you got more tr- Super Tranny Heaven stuff coming. We got something soon. about to pop. That's how they. That's how they say it in um, hip hop land. Julie, <laughs> it's not funny. Sorry. No, I thought it was about to pop. It's about to drop. About to drop that hot shit. Oh, drop. I mean, drop, not pop. It's about to drop. Oh, drop. God. It's drop. All right. Well, we're here for a special segment, Brandy. Stay awake. What Brandy. about the, the video that we did with Michael where he directed us? Oh, yeah. You guys, we did a video for um, New York Band. Right, because New York, Michael's been directing all sorts of videos uh, lately. I'm crazy busy. Um, <laughs> I direct a video for New York Band, uh, Neon Kingdom, their fantastic lead singer, Chris Hall. and Your um, former lover. Yes, my former lover. Uh, full uh, disclosure. Yes. He's we, hot. We were together for years and years and years. I've seen him naked so many times. Um, but we... Uh, yeah, we had some amazing guest stars on that video. He also dated my gay husband who got thrown off the ship for pot. Yes. Michael's ex Michael's ex boyfriend? My what's his name again? Chris. Chris, Chris. right, Chris. Chris dated Rich. Chris Hall. Yeah. Look him up on It's fur all circle full circle. <laughs> And now Isn't we're that so it back? weird that we have that connection? That is Richard Wofford. I didn't the know that. The circle of fags <laughs> who have slept together, <laughs> coming together. It's the circle of fags. I well, wish that was at the the theater by your house, at I the Pentagious Theater, <laughs> playing at the Pentagious Theater. The fag king. <laughs> Donovan McGovern in the Fag King coming to you. It's puppets of wieners and balls. The your girl, the balls were so realistic when the ball when they sang the symphony of the balls and all the balls came out. It was like they were really there, but they, they were, were all walking on down sticks. the aisle. Is there a part for me? Oh yes, Calpurnia, you play. I'll do anything. You play the love interest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, enough about fake celebrities like us. Let's talk about real celebrities and Donkey Punch them because this is Celebrity Donkey Punch. Donkey Punch. <laughs> yeah, is the correct answer. Thank you, Adam. Oh. Um, <laughs> well, the, the tabs have been a little bit disappointing. I've actually not been reading them for a while. I've been busy. I've been moving here. I've been driving. <laughs> but Julie Goldman, I've got one. Julie Goldman <laughs> is holding up a tab and really excited about it. I don't know how it came to me, how the Les got this one, but there's a little uh, headline that says, Hugging it out. After attending Alicia Keys' Les July 31st wedding on the island of Corsica, Queen Latifah and trainer pal <laughs> Jeanette Jenkins got to tag along for some fun in the sun aboard the newlyweds yacht. Now, if you'll notice in the, um, this is the star, they are hugging She's just her personal trainer. It's just her trainer, pal. Just, just hugging. Not wearing hugging. workout clothes. Just hugging. They're just in their bathing suits and the trainer has her hand right on the on the top of her, bo- of her buttocks. And Queen mm-hmm. Latifah's got her hand on her shoulder and there's just, no way gazing into are they friends? Is gay. No big deal. What are What's you that? talking about? Are they about? friends? Very good friends. Very friends friendly. of a muffy kind. Yeah, good. Muff pals. They're so, talking to each other. She's like, girl, you took me out last night. <laughs> oh, Ooh, that was a workout of my vagina. <laughs> That's what you've been that working out. Work out of <laughs> you worked out my puss. You said, girl, <laughs> your legs. And I said, oh, my legs. <laughs> and then she did it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really glad that, you know what, you started off auspiciously. The spirits of celebrities Pokemon <laughs> sent you that picture. I mean, come on, Queen Latifah. Come on. Come on. Just come well, out. As the devil's advocate, maybe they are close friends and she had a bad day mm-hmm. and Queen Latifah <laughs> is comforting her, Julie. Mm-hmm. You're, she that's needed true. a slap comforting on the that ass. That's true. You're right. And I that shouldn't. trainer was who was going to give her the slap on the ass. You're right. I shouldn't presume. Devil's I mean, look at Alicia Keys. She's pregnant. And a lesbo. Exactly. I mean, so also possible. presumptuous of me to say. She I think it's the name really Jeanette good. Jenkins that really gave it away there for the trainer. Yeah. Queen Latifah and Jeanette Jenkins. Gal pal. Gal pal. And it says gal pal. Come on. But yeah, you're right. All right. I'm just saying. I'm just putting it out there. The star it's will my call lens. people out it's on so many lens. things, but they'll still go with the gal pal story on Queen Latifah. <laughs> right. They'll call out so much, but... Just go along with the whole gal pal yeah, thing. They'd be making friends. out and it would still be like, her gal pal. And there they were, making out and sucking each other's hands. Right. trying to help her sessions. out to an OBGYN type situation by pulling something out of a vagina with her teeth. Queen Latifah was finger blasting her gal pal on the yacht of Alicia Keys. Oh, that's, that's the SS Dikeroo. <laughs> right. The SS Dikeroo. Uh, Lord of mercy. Oh my God. Well, um, the the that Julie's holding last week's star. Which who's on the oh. cover of that? On the cover of this is Royal Romance and Ruins. William and Kate. Snooze fast. Yeah, I don't really care. care. William's losing his hair. It's receding he hairline. He should have. The minute it starts, it's not even. It's not the receding hairline that's so bad. Is that. He's losing it all in the middle. It's all the wispy. And up top, it's so thin. And like, come on, don't you think, Calpurnia, if you were the Prince of England, that the minute it started to go, you would call in the royal weave maker or whatever exactly. you do. I mean, they have those operations now. Just scalp those Swiss orphans that you know they have yeah. there and put it on your head. I don't know why they, nobody in the royal family was like, alert, alert. Prince William's going motherfucking bald. Send him to Beverly Hills Hair Doctor or whatever the hell they do. Because yeah. he could have a, a very convincing thing. It, you know, the front is still okay. It's just getting wispy, wispy, wispy. And it's making me, A, bored with any stories about him because mm-hmm. I don't care. Prince Harry's the only one for me. Did you oh, they see make... that photograph of Prince Harry's genitalia that was making the rounds? Oh, no. yes, yes, I did. And thank you for mentioning it. Yes. Where he was peeing, right? Was that yeah, you know, most likely he's the son of Diana's horse trainer. Mm-hmm. and um, Right. You know, because he doesn't look anything like anybody else. No, he doesn't. You're right about that. And he's hot, too. And I've seen his genitals. That's like two out of the three requirements for me to date someone. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) They'll probably make him king, don't you think? Because he's sexier? Yeah. They need that right now. William, it's not going to work out for you. You're not sexy enough. uh, Send in your brother. Send in your... You've been banished to the tower. I didn't really, your hair looks horrible. <laughs> Go take pictures of your genitalia and post them on the intranet. You need to sex it up. The King of England needs to be a sexy whore. Ginger. Bring Big Cock in here. Bring him. Oh my God. Harry. Well, on the cover of this week's Star Magazine, um, things are a little bit more interesting because the journalism level has shot through the roof because the cover is bored with Brad. Angie's so over him. He's no fun in bed anymore. She hates the way he eats. She calls him stupid behind his back. 
terrifying. I was like, this is the kind of story that I want to be reading in Star Magazine. Slanderous, slanderous lies about America's favorite stars. How do they know that? Well, you know, I have also seen Brad Pitt's nude photographs. Oh, yes. I don't know how it is that all the photographs of all the celebrities nude fall into my pocket and you know i'd sooner goggle broken glass than i'd say a word against anybody oh, johnny I know that. I know. god love him but you know she has had a lot of men and from what i saw in that photo he's having to work more with his personality to excite oh. Oh. I, I remember thinking it looked me of, of a good size oh i i just I, maybe compared to what I'm... What you're used to. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's all relative. Wow, I always would imagine Brad. Yeah, but it was flaccid. I'm sure Brad Pitt has a wonderful penis. I'm about... I'm almost in tears with, with you telling that story. Oh, I'm sorry. Like I say, I'd sooner goggle broken glass and say a bad word against anybody. I'm sure so he's got a wonderful wiener. I just... I retract that statement. <laughs> well, Angelina, 35, complains to Brad, 46, that their once sizzling sex life has grown cold. She tells him all the time that he's just no fun in bed anymore. If he's tired or not in the mood, she taunts him to make him feel worse. What does she do? Like, <laughs> get in my pussy! <laughs> like, he has a pussy that you can't satisfy, Brad! I can't feel it. I can't feel it. I can't, I can't feel it, You've Brad. never satisfied me. Uh, she, apparently, she's accused Brad of sneaking off to meet Jen. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> like, the, like, the tabs really just won't let her go. They won't. Brad's sneaking off to meet Jen. He's always sneaking off to meet her. He's like, dude, all I want to do is fucking eat banana pancakes and smoke dubs <laughs> with Jen. I have to fucking travel around the world with all these fucking kids who smoked weed. She ate my fucking balls. And I, mean, I ate banana pancakes. That was cool back then. She didn't make me wear blood around my neck or whatever. <laughs> um, apparently, Angelina showed up on with the children on the set of Brad's new movie, and it was complete havoc. And she's using the children as pawns. Ooh, I don't like Brad Pitt. I don't think he's hot. But ever since Shiloh has been looking hot, I've been thinking <laughs> Brad Pitt's been looking hot. <laughs> yes, because Shiloh is truly the star of that motherfucking family. I mean... Can she's all transed out. Oh, yeah. Totally. She's so amazing. Sexy. Join us. Wait, that's a girl? <laughs> I was a pedophile before. That's a girl. I'm a that, yes, Adam. Now. That is Shiloh, America's transgender superstar, <laughs> wow. starting young. Julie's looking at issue of. of I this. wish, I wish this was an option for me as a child. Are you fucking kidding me? I know. Now we have like all, all the little Julie the Goldmans. Shiloh all, is. All the little Julie Goldmans of the world have Shiloh to look up to. That's right. Shiloh can do it. So can I. I'm dressed like a boy play baseball yeah i could do anything i fucking want to do i'm shallow man I'm don't shallow. fuck with me zahara she looks just like my little trans ne- nephew that's amazing it's so awesome she's so cute uh, your little weight don't just dash over that your little trans well, we don't know nephew trans, but um he's three three or four he's a little ginger but uh yeah he uh collects princesses like he has like over the weekend we got alice in wonderland yeah, my sister's like obviously very open-minded, so she lets him buy whatever he wants. But like, he wears like necklaces, <laughs> and he'll make like skirts out of blankets, and he looks remarkably like Shiloh. I'm not cool. exaggerating at all. Oh, he's adorable. Well, that's a little sweet note. Back to the cruel bitch <laughs> Angie, who's using the children as pawns. 
Um, apparently, images, everything. I mean, I really love the mean, snarky Angelina's the devil tone that this is written in. Angelina's obsessed with looking like the picture of perfection. She has an intense need to be accepted. Everything she does these days is with image in mind. Now she has a new movie, Salt, to promote. She's desperate for her fans to believe her private life is nothing but domestic bliss. <laughs> Angie's latest attempt to improve how the public perceives her is launching a clothing collection based on her children's styles to benefit a charity. Typical. <laughs> <laughs> how dare she benefit a charity, that bitch. How dare she care what other people think about her. No one else does that. Everyone goes through life completely secure and not caring what anyone thinks about them. <laughs> And then on the next page, uh, they're still following Jen. Jen and John reunited. Ew. Douche plus douche. He must be oh, like so good in bed. Has anyone seen a picture of his genitals? Because I don't get what's of going John on. Of John Mayer, him. you mean? Yeah. Well, John Mayer does have that one picture of himself in the Borat uh, Unithon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Have you ever seen that? Yes. And he does look like it's full. The junk is full, <laughs> fully junk there. Junk in the front trunk? It's a large area. Huh. It's a large, bulbous area. Have you ever, you, now, Kyle Perny, I, I know that you would never search the internet willingly for celebrity uh, cock shots. Well, but the Lord if, knows. That if, my- that, if someone <laughs> happened to spam you, did someone happen to spam you with those uh, Borat John Mayer shots? Johnny, I'll tell you, Mark 947 in the Holy Bible says if thine eye offends thee, pluck it out. And my eye was offended when I saw that photograph of him in that green brat thong. It was quite quite stunning, if I have to use the word. Oh, yeah. well, a round of applause for California. Yeah. Stunning, thank you. Oh. Catchphrase. Drink, drinking game, yeah, suck it down. Um, in the same issue here, we have Neil Patrick Harris twins, which we've twins, already covered. Yeah. Is he naming them Mary Kate and Ashley? <laughs> <laughs> if they did, I would I would really respect them for just taking it there. And they would go right over Surrey and Shiloh for boom to number kids. one. Yep. Boom. I, I, bet, I have a feeling you love celebrity babies, Brandy. I do. Who's the sexiest celeb baby? Well, Shiloh turned me from a pedophile to a lesbian pedophile. Okay. I was already a child rapist, but now <laughs> I want the lady and I want her. She's oh so my. sexy. I love her. Um, I love Nala. That's Halle Berry's. Oh, she's gorgeous. She's incredible. I love her. Those are my tops. I love Surrey, too. She's my fashion icon. Surrey is good. <laughs> and her parents have recently fully admitted that she does style them. She does them like my five-year-old black stylist, Rashida, does. <laughs> that, you gonna wear blue shoes with that red dress. <laughs> and I think that's probably what Surrey sounds like. Just like this. <laughs> like, hey, mommy and daddy. <laughs> it's me, Surrey. I'm very bossy. Daddy, you look crazy in those shoes that make you tall. <laughs> Daddy, why are you wearing secret heels in your shoes? <laughs> Mama, show your boobies. She is like the most interesting person in that family. Though, she won't right? leave the, their house without or when she knows she's going to be photographed, which is every time she leaves a building, she always has something in her hands. If you look at her picture, she'll have like a stuffed rabbit or her purse. It is to make her hands. She, she won't she, leave the house with something in her hands. She always has to have her shit in her hands. Like, she's ready. I mean. Today hmm. I'm going to wear my bunny and my high heels. And there ain't nothing y'all can do about it. It's me, Sarah Cruz, America's bossiest fashionista. Get me Rachel 
soda salvi for my kindergarten first date. Oh, God, not Rachel Zoe. Oh, can you imagine Rachel Zoe's like, look, guys, we have a really important client coming up. <laughs> oh, my God. And you are going to die. It's Surrey Cruz. Surrey has a lot of events coming up. Kindergarten, first day. Kindergarten, second day. Kindergarten, third day. There's literally... Every day she needs a new outfit to go to kindergarten. We need to really be thinking about she's going to be coloring, she's going to be napping, she's going to be playing. If this is not right, my name will be shit. So we need to get it on. This is our biggest job right now, everyone. It's bananas. It's bananas. Let's get her on diet pills. It's a banana It's major. It's major. It's major. It's major. I gotta tell you, I am shamefully, Calpurnia, watching Rachel Zoe, even though I think she's a horrible, horrible person. Yes. And I'm on team, <laughs> I'm on team, what's her name? T- Taylor. Team Taylor. Taylor. Wait, what's going on Oh, yeah, on she came her? for Taylor, girl. Oh, uh, what's going on with Rachel Zoe? No, Taylor, Taylor who? Oh, with Taylor. Watched... Right, Taylor is now styling. Taylor. For those of you that don't know, Taylor was the assistant on the first season of Rachel Zoe, who is, to me, the star of the show. The she was over it. She was mean to everyone. She hated everything. She needed to quit. She kept punishing herself. She <laughs> stayed, stayed, stayed. They finally told they were going to give her a promotion. And then, between seasons, we don't know what happened. But she did quit. But Not she, fired. She quit. And then, they're spinning it this season on the yeah. Rachel Zoe show like... In such a cunty, horrible way that she they're alluding that she stole things mm. or that she was fired mm-hmm. because of mysterious. And if you've seen the first season of Rachel Zoe, anything that they say seems so out of character for her. But they are trying to smear her smear. And she is legally prohibited to speak about it because of confidentiality. Uh. So it's a double donkey punch. So I'm ashamed watching it. But I'm watching it. It hurts. It does hurt. And what hurt even more was Brad, who was my king, and I did meet him and took a picture with him, and I love him. They're now doing some shit makeover on him. Oh, yeah. To make him manlier. Why? Hmm. I've seen some, like, nudie pictures of him. How's his joke? Oh, he, we don't know the dick, but he had Terry Richardson took some pictures of him for something, and he, Brad underneath that bow tie and shirt is stacked. He looks hot. He's cute. I don't want him to do his hair like that and wear those clothes. I want him to wear his glasses. You guys don't agree? I think he looks fine either way. Yeah, I like he looks him. fine, I, but he's I definitely a traitor to Taylor. I feel like he should like wear something different every day. Right. I mean, isn't he the stylist? Why is it, how could anyone else tell him what to wear? She told him he has to no more bow ties. Well, yes, no more they, they were like, peachy. we're getting a new look because it's because we're oh, that bitch Taylor's out of our lives. <laughs> oh, they yeah. smear right. her so much every episode. Yeah. It's wrong. I'm ashamed of watching that, and I'm also extremely, extremely ashamed and embarrassed to say. <sighs> I'm gonna admit. I'm gonna admit it. Mm. I've been watching Courtney and Chloe take Miami. Oh God! <laughs> I know. I know. I'm ashamed. I got caught. I got caught in one of those when they play it all day things. Oh my oh, God. Oh, I know. I, 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 used to, I looked at it and I said, oh, these horrible bitches. Mm-hmm. I just can't wait to find out what happens when <laughs> no, Courtney no. Steals, steals Kim's Blackberry. And what happens, Kim? What's Kim going to do without a Blackberry for a day? 
Now, I'm going to be honest, I've lived in Hollywood for nine years, and I have worked super hard to avoid all of those horrible, horrible human beings. I loathe and abhor them. But I was at a party with Tori Spelling a few, like, last year, and I turned around, and there was this microscopic girl, and she was stunningly beautiful. And I was like, oh, my God, she's so pretty. And then somebody said, that's Kim Kardashian. And I was like, ew, 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 she tricks you because she's pretty. She's really pretty. But I'm just awful people, I think. They're so horrible. And the most shame of it all is that I am finding myself attracted to Courtney's douchey husband, Scott Disick. I had said you had to draw the line. Is I said the-, the younger brother is cute, but the boyfriend, he's like the most... Douchey, douchey douchebag you could ever. That. It's like all there is is just douche. Is he's he the so American douchey. Psycho guy? Yes, yeah. he's exactly like American uh. Psycho. He's a little bit sexy. I do love the way he dresses, he's and so he's sexy. America's number one douche. I never want to meet him, but I do enjoy, especially the scene on Courtney and Chloe Take Miami, where he was trying to give it back to Courtney for pretending she was having a lesbian affair with this girl to make him jealous. And so he walked out to the hot tub and said, hey, ladies, saw you guys are all in the hot tub, and that I join. And then he opened up his robe to <gasps> oh, reveal here it his is. cock and balls. Yeah, oh, a- look, and it's in there. It's in the issue of uh, Life and Style. And here he is in a Johnny-esque big, outfit. Very big, polixelated. Oh, and other other reality star cock news, can we briefly talk about Bethany's husband showing everything on Bethany getting married, the baby delivering episode? Did anyone else see that? No, No, I missed that. Tammy did. (laughs) So there's an episode of Bethany getting married where they're going to the hospital, Bethany's getting dressed, and then Jason's in the shower and opens up the shower door and is straight on, full on, rubbing his junk, drying it off, and he goes to rub his chest, and they have the lightest... Bravo style pixelation of his junk. You can see it shivering and killing. I mean, Bravo knows how to do it. I was watching Work of Art, The Next Great Artist, with my new boyfriend, Miles, from Work of Art, oh The God, Next Great Artist, who is also a little bit of a douche, always looks sleepy, but is tight in so many ways. And one episode, they just have Miles, and they would occasionally give you Miles, like with a, a shirtless, like he's sleepy in the morning, covered in a comforter, and they'd show you his chest and be, ooh, that's sexy. But then one day they pull out the big guns, Miles, Miles walking past the camera, wrapped in a comforter, and then bam, full on ass shot of Miles. Oh, I, I saw that. that photograph. Yes. It's online everywhere. <laughs> and Miles' ass looks great. Yeah, he has And a- his back. Oh. The ass in his back. I didn't see that. Wow. It's very erotic. <laughs> yeah, it's worth it. seeing. It's good. It is good. You're not um, searching for like you know gay guy like. Uh, I guess I should. Hot news online, photos. Julie. I'm no? going to have to do that now. Is that classic Julie? old picture of Leo and the magician friend. It's fake. Oh, it's fake. <laughs> okay, because with the giant dicks and yeah. the robes. Okay. I always wondered, is that real? What is this? A celebrity fake? Because when I first discovered the internet, celebrity fakes were my favorite J.O. material. Because you didn't know they were fake yet. Well, I knew they were fake, but it's still, I was able to imagine that that was Leonardo DiCaprio or Mark (laughs) Wahlberg. But you can see Leonardo DiCaprio's wiener in that movie, Total Eclipse. Right, but what's the photo that you're talking about? Tom Calpurnia. Oh, no, it's your story. So basically, it's supposedly, you remember how David Blaine and Leo... Right, we're, we're besties, BFFs. right? So they're at like the Hard Rock or somewhere in Vegas in robes, 
sitting next to each other. I don't know if they're circle jerking or what they're doing, but their robes are open and they have giant dicks just like down by their legs. Wow. Both of them together next to each other. You Nobody saw this? I've never seen this, but I'll be story. looking immediately. Shit, it's got to be everywhere. It looked real. I couldn't tell and I was impressed. Giant Leo's got such dicks? a big head. He could have a big dick. I don't know. He has a, mm. not a good butt though. They say, you know, David Duchovny's got the huge one. Yeah, well, you, what's that drag queen movie he was in? Remember what movie? David remember Duchovny? he was in? Um, oh, yeah. No, I can't remember what it was called, but he would wear linen pants, and there's one scene <laughs> where he's sitting on the couch in his linen pants, and you could make out the entire circumference of his wiener. Twin Peaks. He played a lady in Twin Peaks, Sydney. He was dressed in yeah, drag. Yeah, I think he was. He was. Yeah, but there was no, another this was movie a movie with um, the, the Gina Garmamophilus. Whatever her name is, I don't know. It was Connie a, and Carla, Connie and Carla. Yeah, ah, right. They were pretending to be drag queens, even right. though they were real ladies. The Julie and Brandy story. Right. There is a scene where <laughs> he's right. on the couch and he's being uh, like a good listener, and you can see his whole dick through his linen pants. He is like a legendarily big one, yes. and supposedly can suck it because he's like really good at yoga. Oh, and he wow. loves to do nasty shit, as we yeah. know. Apparently. He's, that's, what, that's why Taya made him go to sex rehab, because all he would do is sit around and blow himself <laughs> to internet porn. Wow. <laughs> well. So Californication is just a biographical type of thing. Pretty much, pretty much. Right on. Well, oh, the most important great. story of the week is a little story called Jamie Lynn and Casey <laughs> back on again. <laughs> Jamie Lynn, is that you? Oh, hi, everyone. Oh, my God, it's Jamie Lynn Spears. Wow. Y'all is hotter than Louisiana in the summer in this studio, but I came here to rub it in y'all's faces. It's good to have another Southern girl in the room. Hey, Marnia, maybe one time you can come over to my place and we can have a sweet and business I don't know, Jamie Lynn, last time, I mean, the way you ate, I couldn't cook fast enough. I love milk, I love milk, I look up here, and I'm glad that you're on my side, because all these other hosts are thinking that me and Casey would never get back together again. But look at what the title of the article is, Julie. It says Jamie Lynn and Casey back on. In your face, you <laughs> fucking lesbian heart. I bet you feel worse than the Arab sheik that Joan Wilder defeated in the greatest movie ever made. Romance Jewel of the Night. <laughs> you are close. But the real greatest movie ever made in the world, ever in the history of the world, is a love movie called Jill of the Night. <laughs> and right now I'm feeling like a Jill because Mary and Casey, you know, we, we, we were separated for a while and I was with the baby all alone. It was so boring. Doesn't Brittany ever come visit you? She's a fucking bitch. She don't ever come. She, she texts me sometimes. Text, text, text. They don't let her use the phone, demon. Jamie Lynn, I heard Brittany's going to be on Glee. What are you up to? Well. 
I don't, I might have a supporter role on Glaive. I'm lucky when I went to Walmart the other day. That was exciting. And oh, by the way, me and Casey are back together. Oh. Casey was laying some pipe in Alaska. <laughs> That's literally what he was doing, laying pipe in Alaska. Wow. Oh, is that a real thing? Yeah, yeah. he was fitting pipes in Alaska. That was a euphemism. And uh, (laughs) when he got back into town, Jamie Lynn broke up with her businessman, inappropriately older boyfriend. (laughs) 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 I'm real excited. (laughs) I love seeing him rise to the occasion and grow into a good day. Like the other day, we were feeding the baby and his friends called up and said, Hi, Casey. Come out and let's fucking hunt for pissy at Mud Jam, <laughs> which is the biggest mud rally in all of Louisiana, where people come from miles around to drink beer and ride motorcycles through mud. <laughs> and he didn't go, he stayed at home. And I felt just like. Joan Wilder and Jill of the Nile. Jamie, maybe they'll do a, a Jewel of the Nile episode on Glee and you can star in it. That's a wonderful idea. Michael talked to Jane Lynch immediately and see if they're willing to do a Jill of the Nile. I will get her on the phone the second we are out of here. Wonderful. In your face, you fuckers. It's Benjamin G. Brandy. I have a message from your sister on my phone. You do. You did. <laughs> <laughs> what is this message that you have? Um, she left it for me. I worked with her one day on a commercial. She left it for me the next day. Oh, right. I can't believe I forgot the most important story of all stories of the world is that Brandy worked on a commercial with Miss Britney Spears Ooh. recently. <laughs> Oh, my God. But I signed a confidentiality agreement, so I can't say what the product was. Okay, okay. Start from the top. It was for something. Which we can figure out because she only has it a It was few a fragrance, going- I'm guessing, <laughs> because apparently there was something where it was a, a coquettish Britney sneaking out from the paparazzi, going out the back way to get rid of all those fuckers. Can't see me, fuckers. <laughs> fuck you guys. They made me take the lines out that said, fuck you guys, because I wrote the commercial myself. I was on Britney Watch for myself and for Johnny. because oh, I, I was texting all day. What is she doing <laughs> right now? Where is she? And you were texting back. Well, Lynn Spears was on the scene in her Lexus. She drove up. I clocked Lynn Spears, Larry Rudolph on the scene Ooh, as well. Manager Larry Rudolph <laughs> walking around guarding. She had a dr- giant trailer. She hid for most of the day before we were all there. I mean, I was like a pop member of the paparazzi. Thank you. Yes. In the no. commercial, <laughs> <laughs> the paparazzi have gotten a lot better looking. Um, it was important work. Um, her extensions were down to here and bleach blonde. She's pointing to her waist. Yes, and she she's perfected her bulbous, loose top knot that she can do. <laughs> Regardless of how long they spent on her hair, she will put the bulbous side top knot in between shots. And she was in her director's chair texting and texting and texting. 
And she was, I mean, I had no good stories because she wasn't. Well, just the way you were texting me was very funny because you texted, Brittany is being very secretive. <laughs> she is texting, <laughs> texting, texting. And then you said, that bitch, no matter what she does, she still find. no matter how long the weave, they she still finds a way to put it in that fucking top knot. <laughs> And I was like, I knew exactly what top knot she was talking about. Brittany loves, she just put it all in a loose yeah. bun. I a lot of girls can't do that. <laughs> well, she Pull it a- off, either can Brittany. No, it's like <laughs> It takes a lot of weave. It's very yeah. expensive. Expensive. It has something to do with the body and the volume on the sides. I don't you're, know. And you're showing a picture of Brittany right now. <laughs> but it's got volume, but she doesn't have the top knot there, but... Right. Well, she's out. In this picture, she's buying gumballs, having fun, buying gumballs. I love gumballs. It's the only fun they let me have anymore, you fucking fuckers. <laughs> she Gotta had a giant... find my jollies where I can fucking get them. If I want to <laughs> buy gumballs and stick them in my fucking pussy, that's what I'm going to do. She had a giant Jamba Juice, which made me think of you. Because <laughs> I love fucking Jamba Juice, Brandy. I peeped you trying to get all up on my stuff. I was texting this freaky skinny bitch is staring at me all day and making me fucking paranoid. You're making me fucking paranoid. Get rid of that cute paparazzi girl. Okay, you want me to play her message? Oh, yeah. Yes. So she called you personally after the, after the, the shoot? I had Larry give her my number. Oh, great. Let me get it ready. Wait, so you guys became friends on the set? Yes. Can you hear this? That's someone else. Okay, okay. Okay, save. Is this coming? Yeah. Randy, this is Britney Spears. And first of all, I didn't like that you upstaged me on my first yesterday. Not one second bit. I know you're skinny, but you don't have to throw it to the whole world in your face. Make me look bigger. Second of all, we were supposed to meet for nacho breakfast. And you waited at the gas station for like an hour, barefoot in the bathroom where we said we'd meet for girl talk. And you didn't do anything. Secondly, um, you know, call Johnny McGovern because, I mean, he's come to town and you just hang out with me the whole time. Well, anyway, Womenizer, talk to you later. <laughs> Womenizer, talk to you later. <laughs> wow. Well, wow, anyway. so glad that you guys... <laughs> that wasn't my best message. Wow. I had another good one about babysitting the kids, but I guess it went off. I did continually leave Brittany messages, I mean, uh, Brandy messages as Brittany all day. Like, hey, Brandy, what's up? Um, look, you were supposed to pick up my kids about 15 minutes ago and you ain't here. And I'm a little pissed about that. I got nacho breakfast is definitely something Brittany has. No, I'm incredibly jealous because today I got my 16th voicemail from a guy that I met one time at a party. And he says, Calpurnia, I will pay you for sexual relations over and over. Should I bring those in? Yes, you should. Yeah, because I've never offered my sexual relations for anything but love. Love, only love. Only love, but this guy's a psycho. It's like the 16th message in four Oh, well, let's play them all in order. I hope you save them all. (laughs) Oh, I did. Is he cute? Oh, no, he's hideous. (laughs) (laughs) But how much? I I mean, I've only given it away for love, too, but that's because that's my only choice. But But you'd sell it if you could. Yeah, if I could make a couple bucks. Hell yeah. What, a thousand? A thousand. I'd do it for a thousand. Yeah. You would do it for a thousand? A thousand bucks? Yeah. (laughs) 
You yeah. can do the work, Randy. I mean it. Really? You got it. You Just got a thousand. I don't want any. You could be painful. a high class hall, call girl, Brandy. What does he want you to do? I mean, is it going to be hurting you or is it going to be easy? Um, well, he just he has the same phrase he says over and over. He says, "Who else is saying this to you, Calpurnia? I can get you into parties, premieres, <laughs> gift bags for the ladies. I can promote your show. Now, if you want to get serious about this, I will give you money." And <laughs> wow, yeah, wow. And I've so never cool. answered the phone once for him. This just he rants into my machine until it stops. You are my oh. new idol. That That's sounds amazing. like a good one. Wonderful. I I need to find one of those. I'm going to look that up now as we're talking about other things. Oh, please um, do. Tequila, tequila, pelted by feces and urine on stage. Discuss. <laughs> yeah, did you hear about this, Julie? No. Tequila, tequila, America's most infective vagina um, with 100% infection rate. Um, she decided it would be a great idea for her to go perform at something called the Invasion of the Juggalos. Which is, uh, I guess, the big grouping of insane clown posse fans that happens. Does anyone else know more details Aren't about this Aren't those guys event? like super violent mosh pit ICP. guys? Yeah. yeah. Insane clown posse? Yes, Adam. ICP. I'm glad you said it like the kids do. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I used to listen to that shit in high you school. You did? Yes. You've changed. It's well, funny. That microscopic slut got up on stage and started doing her click track vocoder rap yeah, to those people and they weren't having it so she popped her top off and you know showed off all that and they started pelting her with urine and feces wow Honestly. so that means they wow. peed into something and threw and it shit and into shit, something yeah. and threw it and supposedly they chased her off stage and a, the mob followed her into a trailer where they beat on the doors and she had to hide inside till they all went away I knew she was into that shit <laughs> Now, Michael, you've had another celebrity close encounter of the sexy kind. Well, if you're talking about being backstage for rent at the Hollywood Bowl, that's that's correct. That's one. That's the part of it. But the person that you were near to in the room is really what makes it interesting. Well, there was a celebrity that was in the show in Rent who was horrible. I'm not going to say her name because she was so bad. You can say it, Julie, if you I want. I don't know who, who was it. Anyways, Vanessa she has, Manilo oh. has a famous boyfriend. Nick Zac Lachey. Efron. I'm oh. not saying their names, you guys. Zach Efron. <laughs> was back, he was back, backstage after the show. I, I was backstage, of course, because Neil, Neil was there. And David was in the show, his partner, who was amazing in the show. But, um, of course, like I'm backstage, and all I can do is watch this famous person whose name I'm not saying. Zach Efron. <laughs> Who, by the way, while the show was going on, was laughing at like inappropriate parts, apparently. I'm not saying well, that. Like it. This, is, uh, this is all leading up to a little... So Michael was near Zach Efron, America's sexiest twink. Yes. Oh, God. He has really worked him. himself into a frenzy of muscles. Oh. A frenzy, oh, I He's say. very attractive. He's a... He's a very attractive. Young I mean, if you've seen the beach photos of him, Goldman, come on. I have, and he's very sexy. He looks just like that. He's so hot. It's so weird he's to be like, so be, hot, you guys. Be backstage. He's around. so I don't hot. like your attitude, Goldman. <laughs> don't try to mock <laughs> talking about sexy people. I'm not. He's very sexy. She only wants I'm to about sex to tell talk us, about Johnny Depp. That's I'm about favorite. to tell a story about how he may or may not be gay. So now, oh, and this is a little segment we like to call. Allegedly, Allegedly, with Michael Serato. 
First of all, it's so weird to be backstage with someone like Zac Efron and then like 45-year-old men coming up to him and saying, Mr. Efron, your car is ready whenever uh, you're ready to go. He's like, Thanks, like 12, dude. Right? I'm totally sexy, by the way. But here's yes. the thing. So he came to the show and was watching his girlfriend, and I did that parenthesis sign. <laughs> Because called. allegedly, because he was there with this really other hot guy that almost looked just like him, Chase Crawford. No, it wasn't. Oh, God, no, but they did appear together thing. in a celebrity photo, and I imagined what they were like <laughs> making love. Keep yeah. continue, Michael. So they were like, they were like two giddy like teenagers backstage, mm. like in their own little world. And she was, I don't know if she was like feeling like, oh, nobody liked me on that show. I just did, like kind of like pouty and everything. And he was definitely like not in charge of making her feel better, <laughs> because he and he was and like, allegedly he was. What, what, what? Laughing in the audience. Oh, laughing in the audience, moments. like inappropriately. They're at her. <laughs> yeah, like when <gasps> she would like do something that wasn't really supposed to be a joke. This is allegedly. Right, and so for all of you that know, Neil Patrick Harris directed a production of Rent at the Hollywood Bowl, starring Nicole Scherzinger from. Pussy she was Pets she was great as by the Mimi. Way. His boyfriend, David Burka, or whatever his name is. David Burka. Burka, and <laughs> who um, I started in the film with. Go ahead. Who else? <laughs> Who else is it? Um, Wayne Brady. Wayne, the esteemed Wayne Brady. <laughs> Who seems really gay, too. He seemed real gay backstage. I don't know what his story is. Allegedly, w- he is gay. <laughs> Let's make I was very busy watching um, Zach. I was, there's one shot of Zach where he's at in front of the step and repeat, that little thing that you step in front of to have your picture taken. The red carpet. You can see a part of me in the Ooh, back. Yeah. So wonderful. we're basically in a picture ah. together. Me and Zach Efron, <laughs> who is probably gay after hearing that story. I, just I hope told. so. I always want him to be gay because he's so pretty and cute. Well, are there any other gay. alleged stories of Hollywood? I mean, you're traveling circles. Of I know. Stars, I, hear stars, them all. I have you some. You told me you I have had some other things. Too. I'm afraid to tell them though. Tell okay. them. You tell. Well, one I don't one. have only just that I have a, like a gay boy friend who's not out who has pictures with him. Well, he's like, oh, look at pictures of me and Zach, and they're like. You know, hugging just innocently, but in the background, there's like all guys kissing everywhere, and I'm like, "Well, where are you guys? You're clearly somewhere with a bunch of men kissing in the background." And then he'll be like, "Here's Zach and Vanessa, or Vanessa, isn't he too good for her? And I'm, or she's she's not good enough for him." Well, and she's I'm like, hot. I'm like, "Good to be what? His beard? Good enough like, at being yeah. a man? Or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's not good enough at being the gender he's actually attracted to." <laughs> But then, me and Julia met this producer lady named Anne, who said he wasn't gay. She swore up and down that he wasn't, and we were bummed out. I don't know her. Um, (laughs) She said he's not gay. Was she she producing a project he was on or something? She said she was doing this movie that Julia Roberts wanted Zac Efron to play her son, Mm -hmm. and it was like a really intense acting part, and they went back and forth for like a bunch of months. And Zach Efron finally said, It's, I would love to do it, but I feel like right now it's like a little bit out of my range. How sweet is that? I love Zach Efron. He's the sweetest. He's Isn't an amazing sweet? actor. Yeah, he's so good. And he said that, and then she's like, He is not gay. And we were like, Please. <laughs> I don't yeah. know her. Well, I don't know, but I would <laughs> like it. to imagine him that way regardless. Us too. Me now, too. Now, speaking of Miss Julia Roberts, she is gracing the cover of the National Enquirer in another journalistic triumph. 
how she's fooling her fans. Julia Roberts' twisted double life. <laughs> Caught cheating with ex-boyfriend. Her illegal drug use. Cops raid family home. What boyfriend? Kiefer Sutherland? She's um, never had a cute boyfriend. I don't know who it is, but they apparently... I'm guessing that she smokes weed. Yes, she used to smoke a lot of pots as a childhood friend. They used to smoke marijuana and play the video game Halo, which Julia loves. <laughs> Whatever. And during a break in filming a full frontal uh, on, in November 2001, Julia was photographed rolling and smoking what appeared to be a joint. Everybody smokes pot. It's yeah. not that big of a deal. What? Oh, my God, my dog! <laughs> I'm nowhere, y'all. I know y'all are in here. I know. Please, Tammy, open the door. Tammy, please. I know y'all are here. I... Oh, hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Chocolate Porter. Oh. Hey, Chocolate Porter. Oh, hi, Chocolate Porter. Hey, hi. Oh, uh, how did you... How'd you find me? How'd you find me? Now, what a delight to have you on the show. Well, John, I, you know, I know you moved to California, and I also uh, figured, you know, this is my main gig. You helped me get all my gigs, Big Gay Scantrow. You know, I'm a big star from the most famous line ever uttered on television. RuPaul, why are you so motherfucking blurry? <laughs> uh, excuse me, that's a cue for y'all to applaud the oh, line. Yes. Oh, so thank you, Mama Watts. Thank you so much. Thank you. Chocolate pudding, what are you doing here? Do you well, have- first of all, I wanted to move to California to help, uh, you know, get big up on my stardom. You know, I wanted to be a big star. I figured there's got to be another reality show for me or something. But in the meantime, I've been selling weed. <laughs> and I'm here to tell y'all that Julia Roberts is my number one customer. <laughs> she loves a sativa. Really? She oh, loves my. sativa weed. Because I got a job out here. I started my own chocolate pudding marijuana water dispensary shop. Really? Ooh. Where is it? What's it uh, called? It's on uh, La Brea and uh, 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 Hollywood Street. <laughs> and uh, very, very popular with all the celebrity stars. All the stars always coming in. And Julia Roberts, she, she'll always be asking for a shake. Julia Roberts said, oh, give me $10 shake. Give me $10. I'm like, bitch, you are a millionaire. Why do you need the shake? You know, I got some gold sanded shit in the back for you, but no, y'all want the shake. Julia Roberts is a skimpy, stingy bitch who wants the most weed she can get. No, if I get eat, pray, love, just smoke, smoke, smoke. That's what that movie should be called. Smoke, smoke, smoke. A story of a cheap Hollywood bitch who's always trying to cheat chocolate pudding out of having the most money for her weed. She also asked for a discount. Wow, I mean, please. Chuggle Pudding, are you going to pitch some TV shows around town or maybe oh, bring back some I'm of your movies? At, you know, I'm hoping to get a dating show on VH1, Pudding of Love. <laughs> I mean, that would be great, Pudding of Love. Uh, I feel like I should probably be the next Bachelorette. Mm. I, I mean, uh, I, I Cal Pernia, you have some experience in a dating show. Don't you think I should also get a dating show? Well, Pudding, as a former um, reality dating show Whore, is that the word? If you're the woman that's who everyone's the correct trying terminology. to date, I know industry. Um, 
I, I would suggest, I think you should move in because I think Julie has a room for rent. You should move in together and do a dating show together, don't you think? Julie, will you accept this rose? <laughs> oh, I wouldn't say no to you, Chocolate Puddin'. We could do a show together where it's like where you live under one roof in like a one-bedroom apartment. <laughs> In the valley. Thank me later, Julie. I will. Thank you so That's gonna much. That's going to be great. We're going to film 24-7. And, we, and uh, you're going to come work at my weed dispensary. <laughs> and I'm going to let you deal with Julia Roberts, that motherfucking cheap bitch. <laughs> What's and Brandy, by the way, tell Chris Cavallari, she owe me $50. <laughs> that bitch always comes in wanting weed on credit. And I ain't going to stand for it unless she and me and Julie could do a reality show together. That would be great. Well, you could be in it too, Randy. <laughs> I need to be in it. Oh, shit. It's just like ladies' night up. It's ladies' night up. It's going to be like eight is enough, but the reality show. Eight hoes is enough. <laughs> eight hoes. Hey, now, Bernie, you got, we got room for you. I Well, I'll jump right in. And Tammy, you halfway transgendered. We're going to let you in too. <laughs> well, Chocolate Butter, I'm, very, I'm very, very happy that you're here. But uh, I, we really have to continue on with the show. So, uh, you know, uh, what you could just sit. Tammy, can you take Charlotte into the waiting room, please? Yeah. The waiting room downstairs outside the It's building. a McDonald's across the street, girl. Oh, God. Oh, that's where I love. You know, I'm, I'm living at the McDonald's Inn. <laughs> <laughs> and back at the bottle fryer. That's where I got my new apartment. So, Julie, you could just move in with me into the McDonald's with all the eight hoes. Eight hoes working at McDonald's and sleeping under the fryer Perfect. is enough. Which is where my favorite meal is at McDonald's, which is a fish sandwich and a Sanka. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Chocolate Pudding. Thank you for making an Hi, appearance. Chocolate Hi, Chocolate you know, Linda Martin and Erica look a lot different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. How did she get all the way here from New York? I don't know. I emailed her directions. I thought she oh. should. Gosh, oh, Bernie, Bernie you, you need to know better than that. I just wanted to help. She'll, she'll find us no matter where we go. <laughs> oh, another sad story in the Star Magazine is is Penny Marshall months to live. Well, my friend's her assistant. Oh, oh really? Yeah, she's like 400 pounds. Because the she... picture of her looks like, oh, to be Penny Marshall. I got a so very big. Oh, well, I got a couple months to live. I got a big trouble. She's been hanging she... out with waffles too much, girl. Oh, yes, she has. I'm her eating coach, by the way. Waffles. That's why she's 400 pounds, suckers. That milk and Pepsi that she is. Oh, you know what? I give her God, my recipe of that. It's a gourmet version called Half and Half and Pepsi. There's more calories in there. You know, buttermilk and Pepsi. Oh, Calpurnia, are you ready to produce my cooking show? Well, Waffles, I only cook with buttermilk, so I make everything only That's with buttermilk. That's wonderful. I like to deep fry my buttermilk before I put do anything else with it. Deep fried buttermilk. So delicious. I heard that she only lets Lakers come visit her at her house. The Lakers and Carrie Fisher. She's like That's really it? into the Lakers. Wow. The basketball team. Wow. The people. Is that people called the Lakers? Sure, yeah. <laughs> the Laker people. Yeah, she has like a lot of like basketball memorabilia. She's like a freakishly obsessed. Huh. Does she have months to live because of her obesity or does she have a disease? I didn't look at the article, just the picture. <laughs> where she looks big. I think probably because of her obesity. But uh, Penny Marshall. I do like Penny Marshall. Yeah, she was the only fan letter I ever wrote when I what? was a kid. I wrote her a fan letter when I you was You did? A kid. Uh-huh. Did she write you back? 
Well, I wrote this whole like letter, like I want to be on your show. This is my character. This is the script breakdown. Like I was like ten, like I was gonna play her little fat brother. <laughs> oh, and I, I would, did something similar with Lucille Ball. You did. That's, that's I'm thinking yes, we I all did. kind of did that. And I would go every single day to the um, mailbox waiting for a reply. Literally, like almost a year later, I got an envelope and it, you know, it had the Penny Marshall like address on it and everything. I was like, this is it. I'm doing this is my break. I'm, I'm a star. And I opened it up and literally it was just a black and white photo that said XOXO Penny Marshall. That's wow. all she sent back. Wow. And I like rewrote my letter like probably ten times. Wow. And she, Dear Miss Marshall, I think there's been a horrible problem. You may have meant to send me a contract to appear in your Hollywood television show that I created starring me and you. Um, but something has seemed to have made gone awry because I've merely gotten a black and white signed photograph. <laughs> the rest of the contract was not in this manila envelope. <laughs> I'm, I checked I, I recently times. I wait for your reply anxiously. I also uh, wrote Lucille Ball when I was in eighth grade with an idea for a sitcom for her called Lucille, where she was a more mature sitcom. <laughs> After the fail of life, failure of life with Lucy, I thought she could come back with a sophisticated show called Lucille, where she played a sassy grandma <laughs> with a bad attitude. And I conveniently would play her sassy teen grandson. You would have been perfect, Johnny. I know. It would have been great. It would have been fantastic. But I thought you were going to be St. B. Arthur's gay son. I was ready to be any... I, I created all these shows and TV movies in which I starred in my mind with older stars. I was supposed to star with B. Arthur as her sassy teen con artist, um, <laughs> grandson, in a movie where we team up to get a score of a lifetime. And I also recently found papers in which I and Whoopi papers. Goldberg were supposed to star together, where I also played a sassy teen con artist, and we teamed up <laughs> together to help bust the local drug lord seriously wow. those i can been still my get those shows. movies that i can was, still do that you still can um there's only a couple more hot things one i'd like to talk about the photograph of carl lagerfeld in saint-tropez with america's sexiest model hooker it's a picture of Karl Lagerfeld, all white jeans white uh suit jacket white tie with a jewel <laughs> And then I'm walking through Saint Saint-Tropez with my muse, who happens to be a very sexual hooker-looking <laughs> young gentleman in tight, high, booty shorts, half-untucked plaid shirt, jewels, and the tank top. High tops. High tops is what <laughs> sets the look off completely, yes? <laughs> I mean, I have it as my screensaver. It's on D-listed. It's a picture of Carl just walking through Central Bay with the most hookery-looking model next to him. And I said, that is the life. It was amazing. I was impressed. Oh, Carl Lagerfeld, you're my hero. Now, Calpurnia, did you find uh, a message from this guy? I did. I mean, I'm hardly Carl Lagerfeld level, but I am on the (laughs) T-list of celebrities. Oh, yes. have, I have my own personal stalker. I'm so excited. Exciting. Um, here's, here's a few seconds of one of like 16 messages in four weeks. Let's see if this will work. Pushing all these buttons. Just make this work here. Let me just jam this up real close. Jam it in. Okay, California, I'll finish it up. It doesn't have to be, you know, a naked, aroused photos. I've seen, you know, your photos, I know who you are. Doesn't have to be. Would be nice if it was. And with your other, say to the other transsexuals in the show, if it ray, 
in the in the message in the in the autographed photo Ray here's here's what I have waiting for you and there's about this goes on for like 20 wow. minutes wow. time 16 well every week we'll be bringing you more <laughs> of Calpurnia's scary messages here wow. on Gay Pimpin Hollywood Yay. Yay. wow Wait. now the biggest pop culture thing now and and next episode we'll talk I know there's a lot of things to talk about because we still haven't discussed Lindsay getting out of jail <laughs> got out of jail I'm in jail and it was so rough I got a prison tattoo on my neck I'm somebody's bitch. Somebody's fucking bitch. But we'll go into that more next episode. But right now, the pop culture craze that I am obsessed with is with my biggest star, the number one on the Johnny McGovern charts, is Mr. Antoine Dobson. (laughs) (laughs) Who ranks up there right next to Steven Slater, American folk hero, jet blue flight attendant, who told him to fuck off, grab the beers, and got the fuck off the plane via the emergency exit. That's so And they got caught, er, when they finally found him, he was Fuck like, sexy Fucking time. his boyfriend. Yep. Steven Slater, I love you. Amazing. He's a folk hero. Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to his stardom, his sitcom, his reality show, all of it. All I want it. everything. But he's not as hot to me right now as Mr. Antoine Dobson, <laughs> the gentleman that you might know appeared on the news in, I forget, where is he from? Sutherland. Lincoln Heights or something. Lincoln. Where? He says there's a rapist in Lincoln. Right. So he was apparently someone crawled in his sister's window and tried to rape her. So the all the news people went out to cover the story and get a comment from him because he scared away the raper. And he gave what I would like to say is the world's greatest commentary (laughs) ever. And it went a little something like this. Well, obviously we have a rapist in Lincoln Park. He's climbing in your windows. He's snatching your people up, trying to rape them. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband because they're raping everybody out here. We got your T-shirt. You done left fingerprints and all. You are so dumb. You are really dumb, for real. You don't have to come and confess that you did it. We're looking for you. We, we going to find you. I'm letting you know now so you can run and tell that, homeboy. Oh, bravo! Bravissimo! Wow. But then it gets better. And I know many of you may have heard it, but if you haven't, you're going to thank me. Because the people at Autotune the News, who are geniusly retarded, decided to autotune that motherfucker and turn it into what is the best song of the summer! <laughs> Crawling in your windows. Ripping your people off. <laughs> Do I sense a cover coming? God, it's so hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids. You should hide totally your wife. cover that. That would be great. Because they're ripping everybody out here. <laughs> I mean, that's going to be something I'm going to do in my live set for sure. For sure. Yes. So good. And here it is uh, Gay Pimpin'. It's new music. New shit. New shit. You're going to have to figure out who's going to actually uh, say the new shit here. I think maybe it should be Brandy. <laughs> new shit. New shit. New shit. New shit. <laughs> All right. Okay, ready? Yep. Hit it. Are you going to set me up? Yeah, hit it is your setup. Okay. It's new, new shit. shit. New shit. New shit. <laughs> 
You have to say Antoine Dobson. Uh, <laughs> I just come really to like me. how casual your new shit is. It's new shit, totally new shit. That's new how they do it shit. in LA. Bitches. That's not <laughs> oh, here it is. Antoine Dobson, Ben and Truda, auto tune remix. He's climbing in your windows, he's snatching your people up, trying to rape them, so y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband, cause they're raping everybody out here. You don't have to come and confess, we're looking for you, we gon' find you, we gon' find you, so you can run and tell that, run and tell that, run and tell that, homeboy, 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 homeboy. We got your t-shirt to the left fingerprints and all you are so dumb. You are really dumb, for real. You are really, 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 really so dumb. I was attacked by some idiot in the project. So dumb, so dumb, so dumb, so dumb. He's climbing in your windows, he's snatching your people up, trying to rape them. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband, cause they're raping everybody out here. You don't have to come and confess, we're looking for you, we gon' find you, we gon' find you, so you can run and tell that, run and tell that, run and tell that, homeboy, home, home, homeboy. Got five, nine, five, ten, coffee complexion, no cut like a Caesar, with some little waves and a dead, clean cut, very smooth face. See my sister when I walked in, he had his hands around her neck, first thing was to pull him off of her, and that's what I did. He's climbing in your windows, he's snatching your people up, trying to rape them, so y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband, cause they're raping everybody out here. You don't have to come and confess, we're looking for you, we gon' find you, we gon' find you, so you can run and tell that, run and tell that, run and tell that, homeboy, homeboy. It may get hard. Are you serious, my boy? I get your t-shirt. I get your tea. I know what you said. You wear my boys. So you can find and hide it. But we're gonna find you. Find you. He's climbing in your windows. He's snatching your people up. Trying to rape them. So y'all need to hide your kids. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. And hide your husband. Cause they're raping everybody out here. You don't have to come and confess. We're looking for you. We gon' find you. We gon' find you so you can run and tell that, run and tell that, run and tell that. Oh boy, oh, oh, oh boy. He's climbing in your windows, he's snatching your people up, trying to rape them. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband, cause they're raping everybody out here. You don't have to come and confess, we're looking for you, we gon' find you, we gon' find you so you can run and tell that, run and tell that. Run and tell that, homeboy, home, home, homeboy. I found that we don't run around crying and acting sad. We just dust our shoulders off and keep on moving.
we finally figured out you could open the door in the studio, and it really makes it a lot, a lot cooler. Because, you know, I thought Brandy might die at one point. You're very slight, Brandy. I've never had so much sweat in between my boobs. I thought I lost a pound. Well, at least we're getting, it's like getting sauna steam room. And, and next episode, there's a lot of adventures that I've been having here in Los Angeles at the gym, at the YMCA, like I mentioned earlier. And Julie and Brandy, Ooh. as of course, les, lesbo BFFs, work out together at the same gym all the time. And you have ladies who eat in the sauna and do all sorts of crazy shit. <gasps> really? The girls do no. They Yeah, they eat in there. They eat. Oh, well, I thought you oh, food. Oh, they don't eat pussy in the sauna. Uh, no, it's not oh, like everyone that. got very interested for a minute. No, no but it's, it's like more do, disgusting. Than they that. do love to parade around in front of Julia as if like a stud, a studly manly man just walked into the sauna. I'm like, oh god. Everyone's like, oh, awesome, they got to put their boobs out and be sexual around her. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, hey, ladies, I love your long boobs. I like your. Full bush. <laughs> Straight pee. Your full bush like, that yeah. goes from your belly button to your asshole. I'm glad you're oh, completely nude with a plastic bag around your head. And literally they wear lots of plastic bags so that they can sweat more. So oh, I think it's to protect their hair. Lots of, well, no, they'll put it around their middle too. Oh. Wow. You know? oh. Yeah, and have Tupperwares filled with cheese, <laughs> apples. Strawberries, yeah. Putting on lotion, and you hear this sound all the time, which is really them putting it on their puss. Wow. (laughs) Well, there's plenty of adventures like that for next episode. Um, I've had fun today. Have you? Yay. I've had a wonderful time. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I thought it was really fun. It was all right. <laughs> Let's try that again. I've had a lot of fun today, haven't you guys? Yeah! Oh my god, it was it was warm, but we we got together. We broke our cherry. Now, Gabe Pimpin Hollywood will be coming at you every two weeks. So that's two shows a month, bi-weekly, bi-weekly, bye. <laughs> totally bye. Back totally bye weekly. Um, and next week joining us will be another gay pimp and regular, Miss Nadia Ginsburg. A hilarious lady. She she and I have been having some very fun adventures together, so we'll be telling you all about that. There's going to be guests galore coming up. I mean, all the Hollywood stars are going to be coming up, or at least all the Hollywood stars we can get to come to our bad neighborhood and sit in the sauna with us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, no, many more surprises, started. much more fun. My little gay babies, I'm so happy to be back with you. I need you to tell your friends yeah. the show is back. Put it on your Facebook. Put it on your Twitter. Gay Pimp in Hollywood. Put it on your Friendster. Friendster. Put it on your MySpace. Put it on your old-fashioned voicemail. (laughs) You check. Put Put it it on on your your page, your friends. Send them a page. (laughs) Your GeoCities page, yes. Can't talk now. Listening to Johnny McGovern. Oh, well, I love you, my little gay babies. And from everyone here in Hollywood, caviar wishes and faggoty dreams. Yay! Yay! We'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. <laughs> New shirts. New shirts. New shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray for Hollywood. It's really got me. Hooray. Hooray.